two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? See that, see that burn mark I have here? See this? I don't know if you could tell because I'm wearing the red shirt. Is that, alcohol, is that alcohol or sun? But yeah, It's the sun. Yeah, I passed out. I passed out on a sandbar in a chair. And of course, I definitely wake you up. I, I'm and sorry. So I was basically sitting. You you fell asleep in a chair. Is that what you said? Uh, in a chair on a sandbar, in the intercoastal. And nobody yeah. nobody woke and you so, up. Yeah, they, they let it go. I, I'm just happy I didn't have like stuff written in my face and suntan lotion. Like a big dick going that's towards a, your yeah, like yeah, something put, like that. Like a stencil. That's usually what ends up happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's usually what happens. Right. But this time, it, this time it was just, just red yeah that's why that's why i wore the red shirt because i figured if i wore any other shirt it'd be like why is sarge's face red is he drunk it's okay right now it's like 90 degrees outside right and i got like chills and it's hot in my house and i'm wearing a sweater but i'm cold so i have the the fan on i'm, I'm a complete mess right now i thought i was sick i thought i was coming down right. with something maybe you're metapausal maybe maybe uh what's going on chat Welcome, Internet. Uh, this is Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Uh, we're here live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, episode 280 is about to start. Stealth Gaming coming in with the super chat. Appreciate that, buddy. Thank you very much. And don't forget, guys, um, not that we're begging for it, but you can also be like Stealth Gaming, where you can do super chats throughout the day. And it supports us, and we do appreciate it. Make sure you hit that thumbs up. Uh, make sure you hit the like button. You know, that's the thumbs up. Uh, leave a comment down below. Appreciate you coming out. If you're here for one second, one minute, or one hour, we do appreciate you. All right, so on today's show, we're going to be talking about Discord. Uh, we're going to be talking about Fortnite and Epic, or I should say Epic and Apple. We're gonna be talking about lots of Halo. We're gonna be talking. We have a couple stories about Halo. We have. Uh, we're gonna be talking about Splitgate. Um, <laughs> but not too long, Sarge. They'll they can they can pull it from the from the thing. Uh, we're gonna be talking about Gas Station Simulator and Deathloop. We're gonna be talking about uh, uh, some patents here. We're gonna be talking about Star Wars potentially has a new game coming out from a studio. Uh, we're gonna be talking about Blizzard and Activision. We're going to be talking about video games that are releasing, but for some reason, just don't work. I know. What game am I talking about? It could be anything. It could be anything. Any, um, any game. Any game. It could be anything. Any uh, we're going to be talking about two uh, leaks or uh, insider leaks. Right? What's that? It can even be a boat. It could be a boat. Yeah. Uh, Xbox, Xbox insider leaks two unannounced Xbox. Mm. Uh, we're going to be talking about cyberpunk. I probably should move that story. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to move that story over to the other games that are not working correctly. Uh, Xbox uh, has a code name for upcoming projects. Um, we have Xbox Studios also uh, potentially, potentially 
buying a another another uh, big Bethesda acquisition. We're gonna be talking about a new MMO coming out, not New World, another one. Uh, we're gonna be talking about the Apple, the Apple. We're gonna be talking about Apple, how their uh, the EU is plans to force Apple to include a new cable uh, over overseas. We're gonna be talking about Nintendo's Direct, uh, and I I believe I believe that's it. So lots of stuff to do. Stealth Gaming with another $5 uh, Super Chat. Appreciate that. Show me the button, Sarge. There you go. He did. He showed you the buttons. I didn't see what he was doing. I was like, why is he holding up the buttons? Why is he holding up the buttons? There it is. So that is what's on the docket today. Sarge, what have you been playing in the last week? Have you played anything new? Have you played anything or you seen anything that you would like to play? I know today you watched airport renovations that you saw on the, on the internet I, I watched i watched airport renovations simulator i did i did um let's see i finally finished uh, outer worlds oh uh, I, I i was going i was going through my library and i'm like what is it i haven't touched i played the rest of outer worlds was saying another three or four hours left in the game i played through that i haven't played the dlcs yet i was thinking about it but i don't know it's like it, I I like the I like that type of game because it does remind me of the uh, like Ve New Vegas type of thing, right? But at the same time, it's like I gotta be in the mood. I gotta be in the mood to play some of these games. Uh, I was playing Hades some more. Uh, I still think it's 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 done really well. I I I didn't like the fact that you're supposed to die. Like I don't like to die in games. I like to try to figure a way to, to to live and figure my way out. But that game, it forces you. You're, you're supposed to die multiple times on purpose in order to learn the game, plus get the abilities, plus progress the story. So I thought that was interesting. Um, I still played MechWarrior 5 uh, because I think it's, it's like the only mech game that looks like that in, like, forever. Like, it's just a fun game. Like, uh, you customize your mechs and make your, make your lance of uh, four mechs. And then yeah, you you see how bad your AI is. Like I made sure to give my AI guys like uh, really, I guess run of the mill weapons that right. are high damage, so they don't just run into into a bad situation and die immediately. But they do respond to commands, which I always respect when you play a single player game and you have AI teammates. Right, and they and they work with you. Yeah. Right. Like if I target something and I tell them to do something, like they're like they actually say it. They go Roger on the way and then whatever they're doing they stop doing whatever they're doing to do what you tell them imagine that imagine that that's amazing that's amazing real quick milky in chat says mfr just made a post dark threat is making an appearance in 929 i actually i predicted that two weeks ago before we heard the update like right before they told us the update i literally said to them i to you guys i said it's probably the last day of the month Right, the last possible like Tuesday or Wednesday of the month, and there it is. That's a Wednesday. Stealth gaming with yet another so wait, five dollar super chat. A dark threat from is, another dimension is making his appearance on primary Earth. Will you join the ranks of the Omega Flight to stop it? Nine twenty nine. Yeah, but to, to me, MFR is motherfucker. What's motherfucker MFR? revolution. That's right. Motherfucker oh, revolution. That, oh, that's what is it? Marvel Future Revolution. Yeah, is that what it's, it is? It's Marvel Future because, Revolution. Because yeah. when you type in MFR, that's for motherfucker. I didn't know if you guys knew yeah. that. That's why that's, the that's expansion. why I think it's hilarious. You guys, you guys keep telling me about this stuff, and I'm like, why do they keep calling him a motherfucker? I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> it's like, like they don't like this guy or what? Every everyone keeps calling him a mother. Yeah, water. And then two weeks from that, 
I believe it's it, it's it's Thanos, or it, maybe it comes out the same time. Who knows anymore? Yeah, who 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 knows? All right. So what I've been playing, I've been playing Marvel Future Revolution, right? I've been playing that. Uh, I tried to play. Um, God, I forget. Oh, I tried to play uh, Marvel Avengers. Turned it on. Turned it off. Uh, I tried to play Sea of Thieves. Uh, turned it on. Turned it off. Um, what else did I play? I played Stay, uh, Sable today for about three hours off stream. Looks good. How is it? It's it's nice. It's it's a it's a it's fun. Indie, it's it's indie. It's indie title, yeah, it's right? Two people. It's an indie title. Two people. Okay. Made the, it looks made good. The game. Yeah. So uh, I'll probably play that this weekend a little bit more, and then give my thoughts about it on on Monday's podcast that we do on Monday nights here. Um. Yeah, I turned on Avengers. I did. I did. But. I shut it off. I didn't even. I didn't even do anything. I I got into the helicarrier and I went. Nah, I'm good. And then I just shut. I shut the game off. Um, I did turn on Fall seventy six, and then I also shut it off. So I I loaded four games this week, and I only played one. Okay, four games this week. I only played one, and it was on the mobile device. <laughs> I haven't yes, played. Yes, but you. But according to the according to the data, you engage with four games. Right, I engaged. That's right, engaged. Yes, yeah. You go on. You go on the list of people who are who have played the game this week. The guy who turned it on, looked at it, and turned it off. You're on there. You're on that list. You know. You know what we could do, chat. Uh, I haven't talked to Sarge about this yet, but if we get to five thousand subscribers on YouTube, we'll force Sarge to play Fallout seventy six. We get to five thousand subscribers, we'll force Sarge to play live would, on stream I, Fallout seventy six. I would rather wear my old dress, but I don't think I can fit in it. <laughs> I mean, if we hit 10,000, Sarge will wear his old dress and and well, play Fallout 76. Water water just instigated the first story, bro, so let's just go with that one. I thought Sarge would be balls deep in Diablo 2 today. Well, all right, let's let's start there. Let's start there. I right. have let's, I have two let's, let's discuss for a moment. Let's I have, discuss for a moment. Where, where is where is this? Okay, here it is. I, I moved it to the wrong wrong spot here. All right, there's two two games that I want to talk about here, right? So the first story, first story is Diablo two. Okay, so this is just the headline. Blizzard says Diablo two is resurrected. Disappearing characters bug should be fixed. Now, those of you that don't know, oh, my son's bringing me. Thank you. Is that for me? Oh, thank you very much. Hmm. Sorry, I had to. My producer came in, and I had to try the watermelon we just bought. Delicious. All right, Blizzard says Diablo Two Resurrected Disappearing Characters bug should be fixed. Now, now people just it just came out today. Today, Sarge, Diablo Two came out. Okay, and okay. there's been a bunch of situations, a, bu a bunch of problems that having. Like stutter, stutteriness okay. going on. Yeah. Um, so it, the review situation here ensures that everything is working like it's supposed to. <laughs> this is what it says in the article. It's everything's working as update. Blizzard says the problem should be fixed. Servers should be available again in all regions and Blizzard customer support tweak. It will continue to monitor performance and we also applied a fix that should help unlock characters and will continue to review for any that we've missed. Okay. 
Uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected launched today and is having a bit of a rough start. Multiple players are reporting Reddit and Blizzard forums that the characters and progress are disappearing after play sessions, forcing them to start over again. One lost their character after beating all of the uh, tri uh, Tristrom, uh, Diablo 2's first area, a frustrating big chunk of the game to power through so quickly and then lost. The good news is it's probably, or at least hopefully, not unrecoverable error, but just some server jankiness. The sort of thing happens from time to time. Of course it does. Similar issues have cropped up previously in World of Warcraft, for instance, and such of them players... Well, you, you, you can't blame Blizzard, right? Starts are having a tough time right now. There, no one's there working. No one's there working at, at Blizzard. All right, well, listen, we, I mean, how, how do you want me to approach this? Because I can only sound negative. So do you want like the sarcastic negative or the serious negative? Let's, or uh, the kind of the, 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 the jovial negative? Like you want like an in-between? Okay, so let's just review, right? Do you guys as gamers believe that they've been working on Diablo 2 rather than working on Diablo 4? That's the first question. I mean, that's a trick the question. question. That's a trick the question. The, the, the second question is, do you believe that you're looking at Diablo 2 as a remaster, or do you look at it, you look at it as, we need to get something out before the end of the year because we're not making shit, and we got to show our stockholders something? So, I mean, I want to be the little kid who just loves video games, who doesn't want to know how the cow, how the hamburger is made. I, I, I just want to play the game, like a game, and move on to the next game I like. Unfortunately, because I have an IQ over 20, like, I can't do that anymore. Okay? I can't look at a game like that and say, this game's fun and enjoyable. Right. Because it's a cash grab. That's a cash grab. For those of you that don't know what a cash grab is, a cash grab is what a company does to pump out a game because they need something to sell during either the end of quarter or end of season or end of whatever to satisfy stock shares for the coming year, right? And we all know that Diablo 4 is the number one game the entire fucking planet is waiting for. Like the whole... Just sitting there waiting. We all know Diablo 4 is it. So then the... Let's call them developers. The developers came out and said that... Diablo 4 is coming out on mobile. Aren't you excited? And most of us wanted to shoot our televisions. Well, it's actually not Diablo point. 4 on mobile. It's it's Immortals, which is a completely different one, right? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Right? Point being is that the, the line iterated to us was, don't you guys have phones? Like, don't you guys have phones to right. play a Diablo game? Like, meanwhile, the guy who spent five grand on his computer and his VR glasses and his fucking... Uh, air airline chair in a dark room with all the lights. He's waiting for Diablo 4, and we don't get that. Instead, somehow, they reach into the grab bag, and they go, guess what? Guess what? Ooh, ooh. We got, we Diab got Diablo. Diablo 2 is coming Diablo out for the year. Woo! Everybody, get, everybody clap. Everybody clap. You got a Diablo. You got a Diablo. Everybody clap. Everybody clap. Well, here's the thing with, with with remakes and stuff like this, right? Everyone gets so excited, and they remember the game for what How it was. You remember it when you played it. When you played it and you were younger. Yes. Since then, you've played a shit ton of other games. Better graphics, better mechanics, better better systems, smoother. Uh, Crisp. Right, lighting. Everything, right. Lighting, 
race tra ray tracing. You know what I mean? Like you have all these things. So then when you go backwards, you're like, it doesn't seem right. It seems something seems off about it, right? For those of you that have never played Diablo 2 and you don't have an older brother or cousin or uncle who just says, hey, this is a great game. Why don't you play it? And I'm, like, I'm not going to play that piece of shit on my new computer. Understandable. This is your time to get Diablo 2 and play it and pretend like you were us when we played Diablo 2. Right. And by, by the looks of it, it looks like it released really clean and finished. Right? So... When you care so much about a product, especially something like Diablo 2, which, by the way, made Diablo 1 look like a video trailer to a, a, a B-movie. That's how that's, that's how the amount of improvement they did in Diablo 2 compared to Diablo 1. Now, Diablo 1, when it first came out, was groundbreaking. But Diablo 2 trumped everything that Diablo 1 had done. Right. Right? So everybody was like, I'm all about it. Fantastic game. Fantastic game. The The... I'm going to probably say that like one of the quintessential looters of our time, like that, that game started that kind of frenzy. So am I happy that it's remastered? Yes. Am I negative about it? Sure. Because it's a game I've already played. So I'm going to let the new generation play it and see how they like it. But the problem is, is that they didn't even care enough to remaster it. They right. didn't even care enough to remaster one of the greatest games that they made and just repackage it, spruce it up, and, and, and show it to the next generation of gamers who didn't get the chance to play it. Instead, it's wrap it up, throw it in a box, get it out there. We got to sell some games. Got to get it out there, Sarge. The, okay. Right? And, then, and then it doesn't work. And then... I'm, I'm, it I'm not going to rebuy. I'm, and I'm then not going to rebuy work. a 15 year old game. Right. You guys are out of your mind. And, and here's the thing, right? The next story. I'm. Gonna, this is a, this is a tag team type of thing here, okay? Because this game is a remake, remaster, reimagined, whatever you want to call it. Okay, it doesn't work on day one. There's problems day one. Day one of a game. That's right. That's all the. That's all the remakes. Okay. Here's another problem with another game. Okay. Lost Judgment. Lost Judgment does not work on PlayStation consoles despite being released. Users are currently unable to download or play Lost Judgment on PlayStation consoles even after they release the Deluxe and Ultimate Editions. Lost Judgment is in some regions, but it seems like anyone who had pre-ordered the game is currently unable to play it. Lost Judgment was meant with a, met with a positive critical reception, but the strange occurrence... As a result, in a lot of con uh, uh, confused and frustrated fans, while the standard edition of the game does not come out until September 24th, the Deluxe and Ultimate Editions, that people paid extra for, mind you, are scheduled to release on September 21st. The Ultimate Edition and Lost Judgment also include the, the uh, Kaito files and expansions featuring <clears throat> partner uh, as playable character. Despite being September 21st in some regions, Users have com uh, complaining about not being able to even download the game. Many players have had comments on social media sharing that the frustration and not being able to preload Lost Judgment on the PlayStation 4 or the PlayStation 5. Some assume that it will be able to do it just the download and play the game when it officially launches, but it seems like that's not the case. Users from Australia and New Zealand are unable to download the game at all, despite the countdown on their consoles showing a zero seconds are left. All right, the developer... Uh, also just tweeted and said they are aware of the issue. Okay, here's, the, here's my issue with this issue, okay? Of course they can 
come out with a statement and go, we hear you, we're fixing it. You literally got pre-orders of a deluxe and special edition, which was maybe a hundred bucks, $120, whatever it was. So they could play it three days early. Okay. And yet you can't play the game. Yes. It's in Australia. Yes. It's in New Zealand. Okay. And those people right now need games. Okay. They need games. Okay. They're stuck inside. Can't do anything. They need their games. Right. Imagine Sarge getting an actual hard copy of a game where you put it in and it could actually work. Remember those days? Well, wait, 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 wait. It doesn't matter anymore. So let, let's just, let's just say that if I bought that game in a store right now and brought it home, it would have to hook up to their server anyway. Right. That's what all games have to do now. Right. So even if I had the hard copy, it would say, I can't play the game. Imagine how more, how more upset you'd be right. if you had a hard copy and it didn't work, yeah. but it's okay. Right. It's a, it's a constant stream. If it's okay, don't worry about it. They're going to fix it. It's like, when do you as a consumer understand what it means to pay for a product and receive a product? When does that sink in? Is it when you guys get ripped off a hundred times and you lose your house and your car, your girl, your wife and your dog? Like when, when does it sink in that when you pay for something, you receive something like unless you're making payments like a mortgage or your car payments or the cards, you know, it's not yours until the 32 payments or 35 payments is over. Like I get it, but I pre-ordered a game. The time, the, cl the clicker said zero. Right. I can download the game now. I download the game. Nope, can't play Doesn't the game. Doesn't work. Can't play the game. Then what? Now, 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 basically, I am completely under the control of that developer. I have to wait for the patch. I can't return anything. I can't get my money back. I have to wait for them to fix it. And I, right. it'll be fine when they Sorry fix it. Sorry for the inconvenience. Right. Yeah, Viking, nobody said anything about PlayStation. We just said that the game couldn't be played in Australia and New Zealand, right? We're talking about games in general. Like, this is more and more happening. Diablo 2 bugged out when it's when it, when you play. Deleting characters. Outriders earlier this year couldn't play it. Cyberpunk 27.7 last year couldn't play it on, on some consoles. It's unplayable, right? It's not, it's not about quality, man. It's just not about quality. You And by the way... You want $70 now, right? You want $70 for the ultimate AAA experience and times are tough and the economy's bad and inflation's up and we have to pay our workers more and it's all about the gamer. Like, And you you want me to pay the extra money for the same stuff right. that I've been seeing, which is it's not done and it's broke <laughs> right? and I have to wait for a patch? It's, it's, like, it's like a Russian roulette with your games now, right? You pay full price for it and then you're like, maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. It's a loot box. Let's see if it see if I get my game when it comes out on that day, right? It's 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 ridiculous. Now, I'm sure the game will get fixed. I'm sure they'll I'm be sure able to will. play, but they paid extra money for those additions to play on early extra days, and yet here they are. They now what, do they get money back? No. You know no. what they'll do? They'll be like, "Well, we're giving you an extra skin or something in the game. Thanks." Yeah, it's a bribe. Thanks for it's a bribe. Right, because they don't want to give that money back for not promising what they did, right? They, of course not. Of course not. So, oh yeah, busted, busted, smash. Yeah, absolutely busted. Yeah. So, it's it's so yeah right. When Arkham Knight came out, it was it was it was a shit show on the PC. Okay, there there's so many things that happen, and then you have these defenders. Okay, maybe maybe you're out there now listening to this. Okay, you have a defender like, oh well, it's not the devs' problem. Yo, no, that's exactly whose problem it is, okay? Did you know 
did you know alien uh um the shit alien game um colonial marines colonial marines okay when the game came out it was unplayable it was broke right a person that was much smarter than the people that actually delivered the game read the code and saw there was an error and then deleted a t deleted a t and it fixed the game okay but it was shipped out with it broke and they couldn't play it it was unplayable because the ai wouldn't do anything they wouldn't respond to anything they wouldn't do anything okay so a person who bought the game had to fix the game okay imagine okay imagine this okay this is the problem across the board a across the board it doesn't matter if it's a brand new game being worked on right now okay for people to get upset and then devs be like well i hate i hate that people it's because of twitter right Twitter is a godsend and also a shit show all at the same time. Because now if you're a, a an upset person that paid money, I'm not talking about a person that's a troll and shit talks and shit posts. I'm talking about a person that paid their money. You can literally contact the person that made the game directly and say, your game's broke. I paid my money. I want my shit back, right? And then they get defended because there's a, someone that says, you know, gave us a shit game, go kill yourself, which is never... The, the right thing to do, but not appropriate. The, no, it's not appropriate. But the devs see those, they read those, and they read the other ones, and now it dilutes the people that actually have criticism. Okay. And they see the people that are doing the shit posts on Twitter and they're like, you know, it's not fair. It's not our fault. It's 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 not our fault that look, get thicker skin. Okay. Get thicker skin. People come in here all the time and shit talk me. Okay. I get a bot to delete it, or I read it and go, eh, I don't give a shit, okay? If you're going to read the internet, you got to put your big boy pants on, okay? And you got to take the good criticism with the bad criticism. And if your game doesn't work on day one, you're going to get bad criticism. You're going to get bad criticism. Well, well to, be, to be fair, to be fair, I, I side with developers on this one point, is they're told to release it. Of course, the, the tells, worker, the yes. The publisher tells them to release it. No, there's not one... I, Find me a developer who wants to release the game they've been working on for three to five years broke on the on day one. Tell me the guy who wants to do that. Nobody. Right? Nobody. But the problem. No developer wants to release their game broken. But the problem is, once the game's delivered, it takes them a year, six months, right, to to fix the game, to fix a certain it thing, right? It was ready. And once it they ready. make once they make the thirteen million dollars, there's no Doesn't reason matter. to fix it. There's no reason to fix it. Doesn't matter. I, I want to look at this in a different way, but the same answer comes up over and over again, right? If you're going to give me money and I don't have to fix something, then why would I? Right, exactly. If you're going to give me money up front for something that you don't know what it is, like any other shady salesman, if you send me the 1995 at 3 a.m. for my wondrous product that does everything it's supposed to do, and then meanwhile, when you get it a week later and it does nothing what it's supposed to do, do you call them back and say you want your money back, or do you just suck it up and say fuck it? It was only twenty dollars. Oh, I got I got the perfect I, example. I got the perfect example here. Look at this shit. I ordered, I ordered a laser engraver, a laser engraver. Okay. Uh, I already, I can already tell you're in trouble. Yeah, I I ordered a laser engraver. It's been three weeks, right? Because the price. You know, was was a good was a good thing. Now I'm gonna get my I'm money sure back because I ordered it through Amazon and they they they'll cover it. But this is what I got. 
this is what I got. Now, see, video game industry, I'll show you in a second. The video game industry wouldn't help me one fucking bit, okay? Shit out of luck. This is what I got. Do you know what this is, Sarge? Does this like look a like a laser? It looks like a pocket fisherman. Does this look like a laser engraver to you? It looks like a pocket fisherman. No, I didn't order it from Wish, Water. I ordered it from Amazon. Is it? Is it a pocket fisherman? No, it looks like a pocket it's, fisherman. It's a drill bit that you can cut out stuff, right? So, like, you can cut out pieces like the laser engraver was supposed to do, right? This is what I got. And magically, in the world of real world, okay, you contact someone and you get your money back, okay? Not in the video game industry. The video game industry, you're shit out of luck. Thanks oh, for you your money. More, you had it for more than two hours. I'm sorry, we can't give you your money back. That's right. Okay. Yeah, but I didn't download it. No, it but you took, looked it took, at it. It took, it took, at it. took almost an hour and a half for me to download it. Yeah, but it says you were online for two yeah. hours. We no, you, yeah, but you were, you looked at it. You thought about opening it. So you can't, Wait, you can't. All, listen, my, my lesson for, my lesson for the kids coming up in the world is very simple, right? Once the industry started making money hand over fist, the pride for the work and the relationship between the consumer and the product procurement, you know, like what they actually make, yeah. has fallen apart. So you giving them money for doing absolutely nothing with promises of grandeur soon to come is not a business. It's not a, it's not a sustainable business. You're giving them money for something that doesn't work. Let them sweat. Let them sweat. You don't seem to understand. It works out better for us. Right. Let him sweat. You waited five years for a game, right? And you know damn well by the preview and by the by the by the beta, the game's fucking broke, right? Yeah. So you know it's gonna take another year, right? But instead, you have to play it. The urge in your chest, I have to, I have to play this awesome cool game because all my friends are gonna play this awesome cool game. But the game comes out broke, and then you have to wait a year for it to be fixed. And by the time it's fixed. You don't give a shit about that game anymore. You're on to the next shitty game that hasn't been done, completed yet. So let them sweat. Don't give them any money at all. No preview, no no pre-order, no bribe money, nothing. Just wait. When the game comes out, see if it's done. And when the, and if it's not done, wait for it to be done. Right. And, and right. What, what ends up happening then, miraculously, a year after the game releases, the game's cheaper and finished. Does that make sense? So. Right. Basically, I'm giving you extra money for a broken game that yeah. I have to wait a year for. Then I get the real game. Meanwhile, a kid fresh out of school comes out and says, any cool games out? No, no. Hold on, Timmy. Next year. Then get this game. Then Timmy gets it for like 30 bucks and it works. So who's the sucker? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Did you really have to play it then? You couldn't wait another year? You couldn't wait the six months, right? I had to. I had to. You don't understand, Sarge. You're a fucking old man. You don't give a shit about video games anymore. You're angry. I'm angry because this shit's been going on for five years, right? I love video games. I love video games. More than that. But these these fucking people don't give a shit. They don't give a shit, right? <clears throat> the developer gets his money. He gets a salary, right? I got 100 people working for me. They all get about 40 grand a year, 50 grand a year. Times it by a Times it by a thousand. Figure out the figure out what the annual budget is, yep. right? If I make thirteen million dollars or fourteen million dollars in one fucking day, hyping up a game yep. like a fucking crazy man, I'll take the I'll take the six guys, tell them that they're on patch duty, and the rest of us are going on fucking vacation. Yep. They don't care. 
don't care. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. All right. Next story. We'll 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 we'll, we'll tone it down for for a bit. All right. Discord. I'm gonna take my pills. <laughs> Discord is testing official YouTube integration. A new feature called Watch Together is reportedly available on a very small number of servers. Less than a month after YouTube sent two popular music bots to the big uh, big uh, scrap heap in the sky, Discord has reportedly begun testing official YouTube integration. The Verge says that the new feature called Watch Together is now available on a small number of Discord servers and enables users to, as you might have guessed, watch YouTube videos together. The feature was apparently in testing almost a year ago, but then it resurrected as given new prior priority to by Discord because the bot showdown or bot shutdown is designated uh, specifically for YouTube. Discord users can re uh, create playlists by searching for or pasting uh, a link. And there's also an option that lets members control the video playback. And since there's plenty of music on YouTube, you can use it to a uh, use it in a fashion similar to groove or rhythm. Uh, although you may also have to deal with the ads blasting through the experience now and then, Discord's YouTube integration is reportedly only available on a very limited number of services. Right, so they're doing a whole like upgrade. Discord, remember, they wanted to sell their shit for seven billion, <laughs> or what, was it seven seven billion seven million? I forget what the fuck it was. No, 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 no. It was seven billion. And it they was said seven billion. No. All right, and then and Microsoft some, offered them twelve yes, billion, and they said no. And then they, they now they're they're looking for an evaluation of fifteen billion, and, and obviously they're they're doing much more integration uh, and stuff now. Look, I like Discord. Okay, I like Discord. I, I use it every day. Uh, I like I like having the community that we have uh, talking about different topics inside of the thing. I do watch parties on Friday nights. We I watch. I mean, technically, I could share YouTube right now and watch together, but this is integrated inside of Discord. So I think this is a cool integration of it. Um, I would like to use Discord more uh, in other ways, but you have to become bigger. More people have to join the, the, the server and community. But so, but I, I do like Discord a lot the way it is. It almost like I depend on it a lot. Like I check Discord more than I check anything else, right? And I like it because... There's constant conversations going on through different multiple things. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this when it comes out. Uh, I know you don't really use Discord besides what we use Discord for, Sarge. Um, but this this is a... This uh, is a back in, if, there was if there were certain games I used to get back into again, I would be on Discord because I would want to hook up with some people playing the same game. Absolutely. I just, I play more console games and I'm on the PC. Well, you can still use it for, for consoles to find... Yeah, but you're right. The integration would be great if once Discord gets on Xbox and once Discord gets on PlayStation and instead of using Xbox party chats, you can use Discord and get into the... That'd be fantastic if they ever do that. That'd be that'd be fantastic if they ever do that. That's a that's a quick story. That's just to tell you that what's happening with Discord and and they're and they're bringing stuff in. When are they When are they going to attempt it? When are they going to attempt it? It's out right now, and but it's in a small small uh, small servers like. It's not. It's not popular. They're testing it. Yeah. They're testing well, they've been testing it for a year. It's spreading out a little bit more now. So, uh, the next the next one I want to talk about is uh, don't expect Fortnite on Apple devices for years. Okay. So yeah, well, that's, there's that's a, for sure. There's a whole thing going on with um. I, I, well, the courts the courts decided on splitting the baby in half. Well, that's no, basically what they, they gave did. nine tenths to Apple and one-tenth to, to Epic, right? And then Apple took that one-tenth of it or, and said, uh, no, we're, we're, we're banning you off our platform, okay? 
And then Tim Sweeney's like a baby. He's like, uh, you gotta put us back on Apple. You gotta do it. And he's taken everything and put it and put it publicly. And he's made a whole website and put all his posts and stuff in there. Uh, if you want to know more about this, I always recommend this gentleman. It's it's Hoaglaw. Okay, Hoaglaw has a whole playlist and stuff to go to go look at. I'm gonna read a completely different article uh, than what he goes over. Okay. This is from Game Informer. It says, don't expect Fortnite on Apple devices for years. Following a judge's decision earlier last week, a notable injunction, we have update of the legal feud between a Epic Games and Apple. From Epic's top ex uh, executive, Tim Sweeney, in a Twitter thread today, Sweeney discussed an ongoing uh, fraught relationship between the two companies, revealing that Apple will not uh, restore Fortnite to the App Store for the foreseeable future. His thread began with the claim that Apple lied. In the process that could take years, Apple will reinstate Epic's developer program account at this time and will not consider any requests for reinstatement until this, the district court's judgment becomes final and non-appealable. Uh, this news comes from Epic Games Field, um, or filed for the, for the appeal. The decision made in the lawsuit appeals that it is kind of take years to finalize. He says up to five years, right? But Hogue said... it. That's really long. He probably won't. He said more like two. Uh, the final verdict is rendered. Don't, don't expect to be able to download Fortnite or any Epic product on Apple devices. Now, Tim Sweeney's trying to be like, look, don't blame us. This is Apple. And Apple's like, look, asshole, you tried to circumvent the situation to go around us. And now because you did what you did, now people can go around us with an external link, but they still have the right that say if you want to come into their store or not. And if I owned a store and you want to put your product on my shelf, the only way it's getting on that shelf is if you brought the product underneath your shirt and put it up there to see if it would sell or you would have to actually talk to me and be like, hey, I would like to put my product on your shelf. And I'll be like, no, I don't like it. It's not what we want here. Okay? Doesn't mean the person goes, ah, I want to put it at the store and they won't let me. Right? So Tim Sweeney is, is trying to basically be Apple Okay, but he's sad because he can't do it, right? The same people that want to get in the Epic store and, and he won't let certain games be there until, you know, exclusivity, whatnot, right? Apple's doing that to them. So Tim Sweeney, last night, late night, Apple informed Epic that Fortnite will be blacklisted from Apple's ecosystem until exhaustion, uh, exhaustion of all court appeals, okay, which could be up as long as five years process, right? So, of course, every 12-year-old every with a Twitter account it's like, oh, you're mean, Apple. You're mean, right? Like, how hard how hard is it to leave one site and go to another? Like, is 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 the it's lazy a, factor is the lazy factor in play here? I want I want I want to understand. It's this. a billion devices. If, if I can't. I I understand. What I'm saying is, if I can't buy Fortnite shit on an Apple computer, right? I have to have. I gotta have a Samsung device. I gotta have some other device that I can actually buy the product. Correct? Yeah. Just any other device. Android, anything, so, anything. Right. right. So the only the only people that really bothers is if you're an Apple, Apple person yeah. and you hate and you hate you hate all other technology. You live in the Apple bubble and you're gonna cry if you can't get it. If you can't get Apple. That that's your thing. That's it. Right, right. Right. So that is that really is this really a punishment? I'm I'm curious it's to a, know. Is it too hard to to search for something a, on a different well, device? Classic is it that hard? Classic just said it in chat, right? Like Tim can cry all he wants. Apple doesn't need Epic. Epic needs Apple, right? Hence why Epic was trying to circumvent 
to not pay the 30% that Apple wanted, right? So now here they are. Now they get nothing. They get nothing for two, three years. Now, this is how petty, and I've talked about this years ago, before the even lawsuit was even brought in a gleam of an eye of Tim Sweeney. I said that Epic is so big that he will open up his own mobile company just so he can make phones to put Fortnite on there. You see what I'm saying? That's how much money Epic makes, that they would buy and make and develop a cell phone just so they could play video games on there and it'll be an Epic phone, okay? And they would use a third-party uh, iOS or whatever just so people can play Fortnite and they can get the full profits, okay? That's how petty Tim Sweeney is, okay? That's how petty Tim Sweeney is, okay? So there you go. Apple's like, no, you can't, you can't, can't be on our store. Because we wouldn't be in this mess if, a, if you just followed the rules that we had posted, which was fair, right? You, you want to come in, but they said they had a monopoly, which is not a monopoly because there's Android and there's third-party other, other cell phones or whatnot. App, uh, Epic wanted to, to make the money, and now they lost a billion devices. A billion devices that they, don't make money, that they can't make money on now. So bravo, Tim. Bravo. Uh, not that I'm an Apple fan. I used to be an Apple fan, okay? But this has no effect on me in any way, shape, or form. It's trillionaires suing billionaires, okay? So, you know what I mean? It's like, or I should say billionaires suing trillionaires. So, I mean, have fun. Have fun, Tim. But if you want to know more about this, go listen to Hoaglaw. Hoaglaw. Yeah. Hoaglaw. He, he breaks it down, and it, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Uh, so, that is... Let me, uh, Speaking, uh, well, just stick with the Apple story. Just jump over to the next Apple story, then. <clears throat> yeah, uh, give me a a uh, Apple uh, versus Epic. Um, what's the other one? Because I don't have them in order. What was the other Apple one? The Apple one was um, on the proprietary proprietary devices. Oh, thank you, thank you. Where's that one? That is this one. All right, so the EU plans to force Apple to include a USB-C port on phones. Now, the European Commission has announced plans to force electronic companies to adopt the USB-C as a universal charger on all devices, meaning Apple would have to abandon its lightning chargers or add a second port to smartphones. Well, let me tell you, they're not going to add a second port to their cell phone, okay? Uh, announced in a press release, the plans have been announced that as means to reducing an e-waste caused by prevalent, uh, prevalence of difference uh, incompatible chargers or electronic devices, the radio equipment uh, directive will mean that devices sold in the EU countries will need to include a USB-C as standard for all smartphones, tablets, cameras, headphones, portable speakers, and handheld video game consoles. Now, direct, the directive would also force manufacturers to sell devices without bundled chargers, allowing consumers to keep using their existing USB-C cables Fast charging would also become standard, meaning manufacturers wouldn't artificially limit the speed of a USB-C charger, okay? Presumably in hope of making proprietary chargers more attractive. The directive uh, itself has yet to be passed a vote, but, but European Parliament has already voted in favor of the idea, bringing this its standard charger, meaning it's ex expected to be approved. Manufacturers would be given 24 months after the directive passes to make changes to the devices. Two years. 
My God, the company uh, most obviously affected by this change would be Apple with its use of USB-C on many of its devices, but continues to use its own lightning chargers on smartphones. Apple also has yet to commit uh, uh, committed on these plans. Of course, the time scale involved means that the current Apple devices will continue to use the lightning cables, but it's feasible that the newly announced iPhone 13 could be one of those in the last productions to use the proprietary charger. Yeah, but... Apple will just come up with another way to make another charger to change it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, isn't it, isn't it a slap in the face enough that you got rid of the headphones, Jack, and the charger doesn't come with the damn phone. I got to buy it separate. Isn't that enough? I bought a thousand dollar phone and I don't get a charger. Right. Isn't that enough of a slap in the face? Right. I mean, let, let's, let's be honest about the whole Apple product situation. Okay. Ever since Steve Jobs died. Okay. They don't make they don't make any new products. They haven't right? made a new product. They, oh, yeah, that's correct. When you lose the idea guy, you're stuck making the same stuff that you have and make it look different or better and make people buy the same shit again, right? They lost their idea guy. Remember remember what Apple sold when Steve Jobs left? Nothing, right? Yeah, but no, the, they, the, they did nothing. They the did last, nothing for a good five the years. La, the Steve last Jobs thing is back. is the watch, but the watch the watch was in design before Steve Jobs died. The technology just well, wasn't able to do it yet well, right but what i'm saying is once you lose your idea guy apple hasn't made anything brand new like like everyone's wow the wow factor of apple like apple's coming up with all those grand new stuff that was steve jobs right 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 so now so now every other year or every three years my charger changes so i have to buy another charger it's 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 called manufactured obsolescence they 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 hem you into a box and you can only buy their product now understandable in business that's what you want because then you can maintain value right. for the company for right. shares. I get it, but at the same time, you're you're not really part of the free market now, are you? I can't have nobody third party can come in to make something, and then the prices start to lower because there's competition. They want control of the entire electronic device. They don't want you going anyplace else, which shows to me fear. Right. You don't you don't want anybody else being part of that because you know somebody else can undercut you and that would affect your your value down the road. But if you made a quality product, it shouldn't, right? If you were the guy on the block making the best product on then I always go to the people who make the best product. That's how it goes. Right. But if somebody makes the same product as you and it's just cheaper, that's that's called free market. Well, that's called free market. Classic says it again and I was going to bring this up. I'm glad he brought it up as well. Uh if they go full wireless, right? Like your phone just sits on a thing and charges, meaning you don't need ports anymore. That's, that that's that we're we're in that right? cycle right now. So your phone can do that or doesn't do it. So, it's right in the middle. We're right in the middle. So here we are. Apple says, "Okay, fine. We don't make the separate cords anymore, but we now sell our proprietary charging base station that only links up with our cell phone, right? Cuz it has a, de a detected chip inside or whatever that only when it sits on the Apple device charger itself, it, it charges, and then it'll have that connection so they don't have to buy it, but they still have to buy the base, right? We don't get around this shit. Don't get around this shit. We don't get around this shit. about the e-waste, yeah. right? The e-waste. Nope. Meanwhile, do you know how many cables and shit that we throw away into landfill? Like, that's, we can't even begin to start that conversation. Yeah. Okay? They, they'll, they'll get around Right, it. Right now, I'm trying to figure out what battery company to invest in because the batteries are about to blow up. Like literally the companies are about to blow up because everything's going to be batteries. And then we're going to have to figure out where we put 7 trillion batteries a year. I wonder what landfill is going to take that.
right? It's only for right, only for the hardware chart. I'm telling you, they'll, they'll they'll do it. They'll just change. They'll just change it. It doesn't fucking matter. They'll get around it. There's they literally pay billions of dollars for legal people to go. How do we get around this? Uh, what about yes. if we do uh just a little thing? That sounds great. Let's do that instead. They can have their cables, right? We don't need cables. Now it's Bluetooth wireless charging. That that's right, and we could charge a hundred dollars for this charging station, right? It's fucking crazy. We'll, we'll see. All right. Next, uh, we're, we're going to go Halo for the next, like, couple of stories here. So, Dr. Disrespect, uh, Dr. Disrespect, who I have to say, this is, this is not even part of the thing, but um, I enjoy him much more that he's been over on YouTube than he was on Twitch. Because when he was on Twitch... You couldn't watch him because there was ads running all the time, okay? And over here, you can't talk in his channel unless you're a sub, but goddamn, now that Tim the Tapman's over here, okay, it's fucking hilarious. It's just jokes all day between those two. Their thumbnails, I don't know if you've seen their thumbnails, Sarge. Best thumbnails on, on YouTube right now between Tim Tim put Doc's head on a, on a baby, right? And, and he was wearing it, and then Doc was like, what the hell is this, Tim? And Tim's like, what? Right, like, and then the next day, Doc went live, and he had Tim as a baby with, with uh, courage on his back and with bottles in their mouth. It's fucking. They're they they are. They're a fucking riot. They're they're one of the best entertainment right now on the internet when they when they play. Anyway, Doctor Disrespect claims that Halo Infinite has a three hundred player battle royale in the works, but he could be trolling. He could be trolling. Okay. Now, according to the popular YouTuber Doctor Doctor Disrespect, Halo Infinite is working on a three hundred player battle royale mode. But he might be trolling fans. He might be. And he also might be not be. Not, okay. Technical preview might be delayed uh, thanks to multiplayer issues, but it didn't stop Dr. Disrespect from taking uh, talking about it during a stream with Zlander on Twitch. Uh, their Dr. Respect stated that he was hoping to go straight into the Battle Royale game. When the statement was received with laughter, he went to explain what he alleged knew about the mode in question. Now, obviously, he's a real big jokester. Okay. But we'll see. Uh, according to Dr. Disrespect, Halo Infinite's Battle Royale mode will allow 300 players set loop to feature power weapons on the map. The map itself will be designed around power weapons, locations, and points of interest, all apparently well optimized. Dr. Uh, Dr. Disrespect has experienced interest in making his own Battle Royale game, which suggests that he knows the stuff on the subject. Now, however, Dr. Disrespect also is well known for blending fantasy and reality to his streams, sometimes just to troll fans. So, just putting it out there, because Halo did say they're not having a Battle Royale. So he could be fucking with people, or he could... Next Halo story. Okay, because there's a bunch of Halo stories that we have going on here. Um, so this is everything Halo will be missing at launch. Okay? Everything that Halo won't have at launch. Okay, missing at launch, day one, is they won't have a campaign for co-op. Okay, so check that. Check. Right? They won't have Forge mode. Check, not no forge mode. Okay. They won't have multiplayer assassinations. Okay. They won't have player specific armor color. And they won't have playable elites. Okay. All things that were in the other past Halos. Okay. Uh, so that's that's story number two of Halo. Story number three of Halo is that 343 says it may have overhyped Halo Infinite bots. Okay, Halo Infinite bots first multiplayer uh, flights featured a lot of different bots, but 343 Industries believes that it might have 
given them too much credit. Okay. In an hour-long stream posted, Halo YouTube channel 343 Industries showed off features that will include in the weekend's preview, but also discussed the rep uh, reception of those behind-the-scenes details regarding the first preview, specifically mentioning the Spartan bots that were put in random matches at Halo Infinite, and Halo community director uh, Brian said that the studio may have overhyped uh, the high-level bots. Okay. Uh, if if it's safe to say that the Spartan bots didn't make an easy win by any means, however, they certainly weren't as difficult as 343 Industries was making them out to be. While it de definitely had much smarter AI compared to ODST, uh, the Spartans can't hold a candle to what playing against other players is like. Now, it seems like uh, the following of the first preview of 343 Industries has been a little bit more careful regarding on how the studio is discussing the features of the upcoming preview. So... They were hyping up the bots, and then the bots, people are like, oh, they, they don't seem that that difficult. And now they're kind of worried that they maybe kind of uh, spit out too much, right? And, and they don't believe that they can live up to what they, uh, what they did. Now, hold on, one more story, Sarge. One more story. Halo Infinite Daily Challenges will take 16 to 18 hours per day to complete. Now, 343 responds to fans' concerns about the XP system, saying that it will take 16 to 18 hours per day to finish. Now, in previous Halo installments, the leveling system consists of getting kills, assists, and wins to earn XP as long as the player continued to grind the multiplayer. They would continue to level up. However, with the introduction of the new free-to-play model, Halo Infinite, grind fast, uh, the structure has changed. Instead of the classic XP leveling formula, players will now have a list of daily and weekly challenges to complete to gain XP. With this new leveling system comes a new concern from gamers that it will be the time to restriction placed on XP. Now, recently, the Halo Infinite developers attempted to ease fans' concerns about the new XP system, saying, quote, it should take a player 16 to 18 hours of playing to complete all their available challenges. The developer noted that they are they're paying close attention to the player feedback regarding the system in a game. Now, while they are confident that the day one system will keep fans busy, the system could potentially be tweaked post-launch to account for players' feedback. Now, I do want to say that they quote that they say 16, 18. Right? It should take a player 16 to 18 hours of playing. It doesn't say per day. It just says 16 to 18 to complete the challenge for the week. So that would be like a weekly challenge. Am I right? Go ahead, Sarge. Okay, first of all, it's always fast and loose with the fast and loose with the vocabulary. So let's back up. Who said who said it was gonna take 16, 18 hours? The devs. The devs did? Yes. Uh, did they quote, say it's gonna it take should 16? Take a, quote, it should take a player 16 to 18 hours of playing. Okay. 16 to 18 hours to complete all the challenges for the day or for the week. They don't say that. That's what I'm bringing up. Okay. It should take right, a so, player 16 uh, to 18 hours of play. It doesn't say daily. It doesn't say weekly. It just says for the okay. challenges, it should take 16 to 18 hours of playing. All right. So I'm not going to jump all over it yet because I have no idea what they're talking about week or day. However, 18 hours worth of content to complete challenges is still a bit rough for a normal person to play. Yeah. A normal person only plays a couple hours a day, maybe a couple times a week, right? They're not going to be the dupless. Dupless can be playing Halo day one, maximum hours, and let us know how this game's going to be in the first couple of days. Dupless will have a report. We're going to go live via studio to Dupless when it comes when the Halo comes out because we know he's going to play the crap out of it. Okay. Well, campaign. I don't think he's a big PvP guy, but I could be wrong. 
but no, no, just to play it, just to play it. It seems to me, right? The question here, and this is what you have to guys focus now, focus. Don't think about what this article said. Well, right. Don't think about it. Hold on. Don't think you, about it. Let me, let me read the last part before you say what you're going to say. Okay. Go ahead. Because it goes into detail. Okay. It, it says, according to developers, the first tier challenge consists of simple tasks such as playing ma matches. After completing the first tier, the second group of challenges will be presented to re that require more work to complete. However, the developers noted that these more difficult challenges reward more XP. And the third tier of challenges for the day, so there it is. It does say day. And the third challenge for the day requires players to win matches to earn XP. This system resets at the beginning of each day. So the 16 to 18 hours is per day. It is per day. All right, well, that's not, that's not been verified yet. That makes no sense. I'm going to go back to my thought now, okay? Let's, let's all breathe deep for a moment and remember this. Remember this moment. Remember this moment last year. This game was going to come out last year. This game was going to come out last Christmas yep. as part of the Xbox Series X launch. release. Yep, launch. launch, right? Yep. This game was going to release. So now you guys explain to me what that game would have looked like if it had released last year this time. Explain it to me. Right. It would have looked, right. looked like something like, um, right. like Cyberpunk, I guess. I don't know. Right. So I can't, I can't begin to try to understand... How think that they were going to release this game in the condition that it was in last year? What what the what the hell would have happened if that game released the way it looked right now? As far right, as that's I just can the way it looked, we don't even know the I, systems at the time. But yeah, as far as I can tell, if this stuff right now is not going to be in the game, that means to me that that stuff wasn't in the game last year, right? It took them an entire year to recode graphics and streamline the game for it to work better on the new systems. That's what the last year was for. Because if this shit's not ready now, do you think it was ready back then and well, they just happened to put it on the side? No way. No way. No way. Well, here's, 18 hours a day. Think about here, here's all, right, the, here's, all right, so... Three, the, I think there's three people in the chat right now that would probably knock out this game in 18 hours a day. Well, I'm sure. Here, there's more. Hold on, there's more to it. Despite the new info from the developers, there's still some limitations to the system. Players can only work on three challenges at one time. However, a fourth active challenge can be unlocked for those that buy the Halo Infinite Battle Pass. This is somewhat concerning as it locks potential progression behind a paywall. Of course okay. it does. So, and, and why is it why is it again we have to make it grindy, Mike? What's the reason? What's the reason why we make a game I mean, grindy? Make it grindy, so you buy stuff. No, no, no. We're not talking about boosters. You know, originally, what? Why are games grindy? Oh well, to earn, to earn the stuff in the game, they they want to stretch the, the the content out in the game. That's correct. That's exactly why you should make a game grindy. Listen, they want they want. The best, the nicest way I can say it is they want Rockstar money, but they only want to do Gears of War level work. That they, they want just a little game to come out, and they want I mean, Rockstar money because of it. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand what what is the premise behind releasing one of the most iconic games ever to try to get a play that wants to be in your universe in order to pay you money every day to be a part of that universe. 
and everything that made that game special, you don't have ready when you want to release the game. What what yeah. are you telling me? Yeah. Well, what are you telling me? You're 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 hunting for money is what you're telling me. So not only do they make it grindy, but they're also holding stuff out because it's not ready yet, right? Like the co-op campaign, the forge, right? The assass multiplayer assassinations. Like, listen, not playing. Listen, not playing as an elite, and listen, I'll be honest, not playing as elite. The multiplayer assassinations and even forge, okay, even forge, they'll have in my mind doesn't have to release day one. Well, it's not. But co-op, but co-op campaign, day one. Right. That's Halo. Yeah. That's Halo. That's <clears throat> that's trademark. It's it's in your game. It's it's yeah. It's it's been in the game since day one. I talked to someone the other day, uh, younger kid, nineteen years old, and he was like, "Oh man, I'm really excited about Halo, the new Halo." And I was like, "I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, it's a little disappointing that the the campaign's not." not coming out for, for co-op. And he looked at me like I was lying to him. He's like, what do you mean? I said, yeah, they're, the co-op campaign's not coming out. Because he plays video games, but he doesn't like follow it like hardcore. And he was like, what do you mean? Me and my sister play every single Halo campaign-wise. I said, yeah, it's, it comes out 12 weeks afterwards. He's like, then why would I play it day one? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just letting you know. know. I was like, I'm just letting you I, I was like, I'm sorry. I... I, I'm sorry. I go that there, there's no such thing as Santa Claus, right? <laughs> like I, I, I broke it to him. He was like, he's like, what do you mean there's no co-op campaign? He's like, that's that's what Halo is. I was like, yeah, I know. I was like, yeah, but it's not in it. Okay. So there are people out there that are going to be shocked because they don't watch YouTube to know information like this. They don't follow Xbox on day one. You know what I mean? So when they buy the game or get it in Game Pass, they're going to be like, well, hold up a second. There's no co-op campaign. What do you mean? And they're going to be very disappointed because that's a thing. That's a thing. They want they want a game to capture people for the holidays. Multiple free for that reason. They're going to put the cosmetics in there for people to buy. And then the, the trickle in to the content that's supposed to be in there as the weeks progress and they get the game to stabilize just like any other MMO type game. Right. I get it. Right. But my thought is still the same. Okay, my thought is still the same. What would this game look like last year? Okay, you can't tell me you knocked out all this shit in a year. Okay, they're gambling. They're right. gambling with an IP instead of releasing it the way it should be released and honor Halo like it is supposed to be honored on the console that it came out for. They're playing this game. They're playing this game to see whether or not they can get people to hang on long enough because I got news for you. Splitgate's doing real well, right? Like real well. Right. Right. And I can't imagine, I can't imagine when Christmas time comes around and Splitgate is in full beast mode, right? And everyone's playing that while they are thinking about playing Halo. Well, it's it's good you're talking about Splitgate. Splitgate confirms Forge mode map editor to trigger halo fan base <laughs> splitgate confirms that they, they have forge mode like map editor in works and it will be able to be available in the game before halo infinite gets gets forge uh it has been the summer surprise success rocketing to the top of the most played charts and the earnings widespread praise we've talked about this game i think for the last like six weeks 
Okay. Uh, throw back the classic arena shooter games. There are many who believe that Splitgate potential to become even bigger. Hence why 1047 Games just received a massive $100 million investment. And this investment will allow the developers to expand their vision of Splitgate, which will apparently include Forge Mode uh, equivalent at some point down the line. Now, Splitgate, Halo, Inspiration are no secret with the game, often being described as a mix between Halo and Portal. Concerning this, this is not surprising at least uh, in the least that Splitgate will be eventually uh, ape some uh, Halo popular game modes and features. Now, with uh, with Forge being an obvious choice, Splitgate made the announcement its Forge mode, which will allow players to edit maps, will be available before Halo Infinite gets its Forge mode. Uh, Splitgate made the announcement in response to KFC's gaming tweet that asked, how would you trigger the entire gaming fan base with one sentence? And Splitgate will have Forge mode before Halo Infinite. That's, that's pretty good. The tweet read, and with an added apology to Halo fans, we already know that Halo Infinite won't have Forge at launch and likely won't until months after the fact, which means Splitgate Forge could uh, come anytime between now and early 2022. Now I have a question, uh, not a question, I have a statement here. This is ingenious by Splitgate, okay? Because they know that this game, okay, is not going to have a game mode. And they're like, this is what they're asking for. Our game could have it before them. And then if we have a better game than them for multiplayer, they're not going to go back to Halo, right? They're not going to go back to Halo. They're going to stay with us at Splitgate. Smart move, smart business decision on their... On their... I mean, like for, for me, the, 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 the gate teleporting thing is is the hook for the game. Like, I can see the play style speeding up and tactics changing radically because of it. It changes the dynamic of the game. So we're going to see, right? Halo is Halo. And we understand that Halo's PvP was always good. But if Halo PvP is always good, but I've got Halo combat over here, but with teleporting gates, are you, are you in it? Just right. because of the lore and just because of the 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 history behind it, or is it the combat system and play style that you're looking for? Because if that's the case, I think Splitgate might have a make, making them run for their money for this time. Right. Uh, we'll see. You know, I I I watch Splitgate. Look, it's not a game for me. I'm an old guy. My reflexes are not good. It'll be fun to play or whatever, but it's it's just not my cup of tea anymore, right? But it does remind me of the old old school shooter mixed with Portal where they're going through the thing. It looks good, man. This has much more promise than what what was that one game that uh, that came and went in one week? It was the fast paced shooter. I forget what it was called. You you make fun of it all the time, Sarge. I can't ever think of the name. Well, I'm sorry, which one? The, the fast paced shooter that 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 went off the the deep end. It was completely Lawbreakers? gone. Lawbreakers. That's it. Lawbreakers, right? This is doing what Lawbreakers wanted to do, right? This is doing what Lawbreakers wanted to do. They have a niche. It looks like sort of similar to Halo, right? It's got the portal elements in it. Hey, man, do, do your thing, little guys, right? The little little development team that could, uh, and they just got a $100 million investment, right? They actually got over $100 million. It's like they've, they've raised like $160 million over the last like 30, uh, I'm sorry, uh, three months, I believe it is. So we'll see what happens with Splitgate. Splitgate, another, every week they're in the, in the, in the news. Listen, it, it could be, it could be a, they could be a fireball, a shooting star, game's great, only lasts a year or two and then they're gone. Or they can make a name for themselves and expand on their game. We don't know yet, but I do know this. I know Halo's not done. I know that. 
Right. And it doesn't matter. Right? Reset it earlier in chat. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Because what what is it? The game's not gonna be make or break the franchise. That doesn't right. matter. According right. according to who, who was it? Was it was it, it, it was the Phil. actual it was Phil Spencer. Phil. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Phil Spencer said this game will not make or break us. And yeah. I'm like, well, then I guess you don't give a shit about it. Yeah. It's not, it's it's not gonna make or break right? the, the franchise. The, the game, the but that's but that's what disgusts me, right? The game that sold Xbox. Yeah. The game that, that sold put Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, the, the game that put it Xbox put, on the map. Put Xbox yeah. on the fucking map, right? Yeah. And as as a promotional speech, you say. Doesn't matter if the game's good or not, it won't make or break it. Yeah. Like, Halo is the Mario of what? Xbox, right? Halo is Master what? Chief is Mario of Xbox. It, that's not how important that character is. Right? It's like if, if you don't care if it's good or not, then why should I even want to why do I even care about playing it? Oh, oh wait, I don't have to? Because it's on Game Pass. Oh, right. So I don't have to really give you any money. Yeah. I can just wait for your guys to figure out what kind of game they want to make, and I'll try it when I feel like it. Yeah. All right. Here's that's the big... not the way you treat. That's not the way you treat your flagship game. I'm sorry. It's just not. Here's the. Uh, not. Here's the big story for the evening. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that. All right. Activision. Uh, Activision. I, I got to take pills for this. SEC opens investigation into Activision's Blizzard over workplace practices. The allegations against Activision Blizzard just got a whole lot more serious on Monday, as the SEC has opened a formal investigation into the company and. Uh, Several uh, exclusive, including CEO Bobby Kotick. Okay. According to the new report from the Wall Street Journal, federal security regulators have launched a wide range investigation into Activision Blizzard Inc., including how the video game publishing giant handled employees, allegations of sexual misconduct, workplace discrimination. This is just the next of many uh, suits that the video game giant is currently facing. Just last month, California filed a state level lawsuit against the corporation as well. We'll continue to keep you up to date. Now, on top of that, Sarge, Blizzard's entertainment chief legal officer resigns. Okay. Claire Hart announced her departure from Blizzard today after three years with the company. Okay. Uh, the chief legal officer, Blizzard's entertainment, departed the company on Friday. Claire Hart filed the role, uh, filled the role for three years and announced her resignation on LinkedIn today. Uh, after more than three years of Blizzard Entertainment, I've decided to move on to my next adventure. Friday was my last day, Hart wrote. The past three years have been full of unexpected twists and turns, but I feel honored <laughs> to have worked with and met so many great people at Blizzard and across Activision Blizzard's business. I'll be taking a short break before making my next move. Stay tuned. So what do you, what do you, what do you think about this, Sarge? What do you, what do you think all about right. all this? Okay, kids, it's time to talk to Uncle Sarge. Here we go. Right. No matter what you think, we don't know anything yet. All we know is the SEC's opened up an investigation. We've heard all the stuff that's coming out from Activision Blizzard. We know about all the stories, all the bullshit, Cosby Room, all kinds of shit. We get it. However, everything at this point, you could say everything's made up. We'll say the whole thing's made up. Okay. But if your head of your legal department says peace, I'm out during during this. The, li yeah. the list the list of questions you should have should be longer than your fucking house, okay? Think about it for a moment. If your legal team, the head of your legal team decides, I'm out, I can't, you, what? Well, if, if, if you guys got nothing to worry about, where are you going, Yeah, right? right? right. If everybody's on the straight and narrow, then what do you got to worry about? We should be fine, yeah. right? We'll handle this like everything else. We'll get a new HR guy. 
we'll, we'll change the clothes of our girls, make everyone feel like we care. It's you like know, we're going to do all these things that are important. It's like rats leaving a sinking ship. That's what it is. It's it's right? rats leaving a sinking ship. Now, everyone gets mad at me. I took I've taken all some Twitter hits and people say that I'm too negative about this and they say that it's just a fucking video game, don't worry about it. But once again, I know too much and I can't look at it that way anymore. Okay? And so when a game company does what it's doing and they make hundreds of millions of dollars and their employees are basically at the at the whims of whatever they say because they have to be in mortgages they have to pay they have to have the job i get it but here's the rub okay you've been in that company for a while you know what's been going on yep you as an individual regardless of what is happening in your life you have a choice to make whether or not you want to continue working for that kind of an environment regardless if you got the mortgage or you don't have the mortgage right i know it must suck you have to leave a job yep but that's why i say Full wholeheartedly stop buying everything they make. All Activision and Blizzard should just stop buying it. Okay. Sometimes companies have to go. Like legit, they have to go. We have this thing going on in this country now where we have to save every company that fucks up. We save all the banks, we save all the fucking car companies, the airlines. We throw money at everybody because everybody wants a handout. It's time to save these people. Sometimes they don't know how to run the company right. And by the law of free market, you're supposed to go. Your company's supposed to go, okay? And these, this is one of those times, right? Oh, Sarge, you don't give a shit about the developer? It's not their fault. No, you're absolutely correct. It's not their fault. But they know what right. company they're working for now. Yeah. And so now it's time to put on your big boy pants and make adult decisions about whether or not you want to stay working for that company. And by the way, if you're a good developer and you you know your shit, you put your fucking resume out there, somebody's one of these other companies is going to pick you up yep. because they know who you worked for. Yep. Right? Stop giving Bobby Kotick all this fucking bonus money. Stop giving all these guys golden parachutes. Okay? All these guys get to they get to leave with their golden parachutes and walk out, company's on fire. Another guy leaves, golden parachute, company's still on fire. And then you're left to work with this rubble. That well, our 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 entire integrity of our company has been compromised, and now we're going to go through an SEC investigation, and we're going to find out what happens next. Yep. I'll tell you what happens next. <laughs> Flush it down the goddamn toilet. Yeah. It's time, right? Every you're not listen. You're not supposed to save all these fucking companies. It's not the way it works, right? If you're a dirtbag, right? You're a dirtbag. No amount of HR or attitude adjustment or putting clothes on my right. kick-ass characters in World of Warcraft is going to desensitize the fact that you guys are a bunch of fucking disgusting crooks. That's got nothing to do with the developer. Yep. You got to go. You have to go. Yeah. Right? So so what do, you, what do you think happens? What do you think happens to Kodak? Do you think he just sells the company off? No. He'll, if, if it gets too hot, he gets his golden parachute and he's out. That's it. That's all that's going to happen. He... First of all, what do you think had to happen? Think of it this way. You know this shit goes on all the time. Now, this is not this is not day one of kindergarten, right? You know this shit goes on in all companies at some level. Oh, at right? some level, yeah. I would, they I would... know they know what's happening in their company. And Bobby Kotick knows what's exactly. He's the fucking CFO or CAO. You know what the fuck is going on in your company. Yeah. And if you don't, then I have questions about your job. Right, right. Yeah, it, they... I'm not going to say every company has it, but major companies, there, there's always... I mean, I worked for... I worked for, I won't name the companies, 
there was stuff like this going on. There was stuff going on like this going on, right? Um, but the point, is, the point is, is that you can't fix it. This is not a fixable no. thing. No, right? You have to make you have to make and, and, the integ you have to have the integrity to leave the company, right? Let's put it this way: if if the guys who just keep collecting money, like the, the higher ups, people like Bobby Cut and the people who work underneath, and all the devs, all the devs, all the devs, all the producers, they all bust their ass. They bust their ass. They publicize the game. The marketing department starts up a whirlwind. They take they create the buzz. We sell uh, we sell twenty million copies, fifty million copies. Everybody gets collect their payday. As soon as the top people can't make that money anymore inside that company, that's when they start disappearing. We have to go to a different right. company where we can collect all that money from, right? Right. We'll ride the wave as money, long as you can. Money, yep. right? Money on the backs of the guys who actually make these products the way that they are. Yep. Right. This shit didn't start last year. This is stuff that's in the company. So everybody's cool with it until they're not. But when you start shredding papers. You start burning evidence. Everyone starts leaving. And by the way, the, yeah. the, the people leaving have been leaving over the last couple of years. It hasn't been right now. The smart people who knew what was going to happen got out before this shit started. Oh, yeah. They, they left. They left way, right, way early. They, they, they but, weren't no, waiting, they know, weren't waiting for that to happen. I don't, know if, I don't know if there's any illegal stuff going on at all. Right? But here's the question. When something like this opens up, right, the only reason... Why something like this with the SEC opened up is because somebody who has a shit ton of money tied up into Activision stocks made a phone call to one of his buddies and said, I don't understand what's going on here. I haven't gotten a straight answer from the from the finance department in over a year. I don't no. know what's going on and I want to know why. Right. That's the only reason. Don't you think for one moment, all of a sudden, everyone put on a suit and tie and want to defend women? Okay, that is complete and total bullshit, because if it was about what was going on with employees in the workplace, this shit should have started years ago, years ago. But finally, the, the, the amount of the amount of shit built up to the point where somebody with money started tasting shit. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah. I taste shit. Call my <laughs> lawyer. Okay. Yeah. Right. So the, everybody else is drowned already. And now somebody with money. The bell went off, and now all of a sudden it's an SEC vest investigation. Well, we're going to see, right? We're going to see. All right. I, I don't believe this shit for a moment. Not for a moment. Yeah, that there, there's definitely going to be a, a, a shitstorm to happen, and the question is what happens What happens to Blizzard and Activision? Because I don't think... I, I think Blizzard and Activision are done. Like, done. Done, done. Like, so much done that... If this goes through, you, you won't see a Diablo 4, right? You won't see the Diablo uh, Immortal come on the mobile phone. You won't see an Overwatch 2. It's just dead in the water. Just done. Done. Overwatch what, what League is, goes is, under. What do you think the morale? What do you think the morale is right now at Blizzard? You're trying to work on a game. What it's do you gotta think be, the morale It's got to be pretty shitty right now, right? You, 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 you turn up, and there's people inside the office that are looking for it. For evidence going through stuff, yeah, and now people, you show up and you're literally on Craigslist or LinkedIn or whatever. You're calling your friends up. Hey, man, you have a you have a, an open open up in the studio. Uh, I want to get out of here. Like everyone's trying, everyone's trying to get out. Everyone's trying to get out right now. Yeah, it'll it'll be like that for weeks and months. Yeah, I mean, what what do you think? What do you think is the answer? What do you think is uh, the issue? If, if we're going to burn papers and, and shred evidence, and my legal guys going to just leave in the middle of a legal a crisis, a legal crisis, what 
What the fuck do you guys think is happening? You yeah. think it's just like, this is, oh, it's Monday as usual. <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? Yeah. Stop buying their products, period. Just stop buying it. But you want to see how fast things turn around? Just but, stop buying but it. But Sarge, I, I got nothing to play right now, man. I yeah, I, no, I know. Right I know. Your life is tough. Your life is I hard. Got, I got nothing to play yeah. right now. All right, next story. All right, so this is all rumor, okay? Xbox, it's, it's, it's going around the interwebs right now, okay? That Xbox is looking for another Bethesda-sized acquisition, Sarge. This is all just straight-up speculation, okay? So who do you think, out of these four companies, the possibility they can get, okay? Xbox and Ubisoft, right? Xbox buys Ubisoft. So you're talking... Beyond Good and Evil 2, Ghost Recon, Breaking Point, Far Cry 6, Division 2, the new Star Wars game, Watchdog Legions, The Crew 2, Assassin's Creed, the right, right? That's that's the first one. Okay. Second one, Xbox and Sega. Okay. Persona 5, Valkyrie, uh, uh, Virtual Fighter, Total War, Company of Heroes, right? That's that's the next one. The next one. Company three, Xbox and Square Enix, Outriders, uh, Tomb Raider, Marvel Avengers, okay, Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy, uh, Just Cause. Like those are some of the games that these companies own, okay? Or Xbox and Take Two, okay? Where you where you have Borderlands, Bioshock, Max Payne, Mafia, Grand Theft Auto. 2K Basketball, Civilization, Red Dead Redemption, XCOM type games. Who do you think is more likely, more likely to be actual realistic get picked up? Is it Take-Two? Is it Square Enix? Is it Sega? Or is it Ubisoft? Okay, so is Take-Two an American company? I believe so, yes. All right, here's, here's how the breakdown works. If people involved in the company, right? Or not Gearbox. Take Two is, I believe, an American company. Yes. People involved in companies at that level, when you're getting bought out, there's only two reasons why you want to get bought out. You want to get bought out because either you're hurting for money and you want to be taken over by another company, so it can be a restructuring and the company can survive. Option two is you've built up the company, you know what it's worth, you know what kind of products you make, and so you know what your your your, your worth is, and you sell to the bigger company, and then you take your piece of the pie. And you're fucking out. The guys up top leave because right. they don't need to be there anymore. They did their job. They collect their money. It's my company. I collect the the the, the winnings of the sale, and I go do something else. Maybe I start another company, right? So, in that bracket, there's only two companies I know that want to do that. One is Sega, and one is Ubisoft. And I think Ubisoft has the better titles in the background yeah. to help fund them if they're taken over. I think so. I'm gonna go with Ubisoft. Okay, so here's my thing. I think I, I think I agree with you. I think it's Ubisoft, right? I think Sega is a possibility though because it's probably the cheapest one on the table. Okay, but it doesn't do much as far as titles and stuff. But Xbox is trying to get over into that market, right? They are trying to go overseas in Japan and China and overseas over there. And there's a lot of games that that would get them into that market. Okay, so Sega does seem like the realistic one to me. Okay, but the one that would do the most damage to PlayStation, okay, Square Enix. is Square Enix. Okay, they yeah. they team up with them a lot for for exclusives, you know, exclusive titles and stuff like and whatnot. That would be the biggest hit to 
PlayStation. But I don't think Microsoft's playing that game because I don't even think they're playing the same game, right? With Game Pass and the and the, the reach that they have, Sony is not even in that ballpark with them anymore. So to me, Take Two is out of the equation because of they don't want to they don't want to be they don't want to be controlled by anybody else. They're well, they're, even, they're in control of their own. Even destiny. if they wanted to get bought, the price that you have to buy Take Two would be astronomical just because of Grand Theft Auto. Okay, not saying it's not possible, but that's the main title you're getting. You're getting Rockstar and what they what they do. Now that would be a goddamn like that that price you're paying for that and the exclusive for Rockstar to be on Xbox only. That would be amazing for but Xbox. That's, but that's but that's the other that's the first one I talked about where you sell, take the money, and you're out. Right. Okay. But Ubisoft makes the most sense to me because. There's so many good titles and open world titles, okay? And I bring up the open world titles for a reason. They would fit perfectly on the Game Pass model if they did get bought out and now this is a first-party gaming company, right? If Ubisoft is a first-party developer now for Microsoft, Assassin's Creed, the, the, the open world way they're going, is a perfect Game Pass game for that, right? Uh, the Crew. Perfect Game Pass game. The Division, perfect Game Pass game because as the games of service comes through, they're constantly updating it. You're constantly paying that $15, maybe $20 when all this happens. You know what I mean? Not only getting all these games to come over to Game Pass, also makes Xbox can raise the price of Game Pass with all these titles, right? I mean, there's a lot of titles. The only, the only thing I see that would be negative on Ubisoft is because of their legal problems they're having, and I don't think maybe they don't want any more legal problems with their company. So it might be it might be Square Enix because I'm not sure you want to take in on a company that's already having legal matters, already having problems. Yeah, I'm not I'm not, I'm not sure if you're if you wanted to initiate that yet. Uh, are we going by bad publicity or are we going by no, just going money to be made? We're just going. Uh, see, by, money, I think money, see, to, be money made. to be money to be made. I think Ubisoft's got the best lineup of games that they can do. But yeah. I, I don't. I don't see Take Two. I, I think the price tag would be too big. Too and I think Take Two enjoys. First of all, Take Two enjoys sitting around collecting money and not doing anything. Yeah. Like, what? Why do I want someone to buy me out? I'm not doing shit. They're playing the same two games. I don't know how to do anything. Why? Why do I got to sell anybody? I mean, unless unless you're looking to get out. Unless your your management well, team is looking think it's about, are, you, are you guys ready to are you guys ready to retire? You guys ready to retire yet? I don't even think it's about, about getting out. I think here's the thing. Like Viking brings it up. I don't think Ubisoft would sell, but everyone has a price, man. Everybody has a price, right? Fox didn't want to sell, okay? But Disney paid seventy four point two billion dollars. Okay, overpriced. Overpaid. Fox didn't go under. Fox still exists. They just sold the media company to Disney, okay? So if someone comes by and presents you, remember, Discord wanted $7 billion. Microsoft offered them like 12 or $15 billion, and they said and no. And they said no. Right? So everyone has a price, okay? So if they paid whatever, look, if Ubisoft gets picked up, it's going to be around the same amount of money as they paid for Bethesda. If... Square Enix gets picked up, I would say it'd be around maybe a little lower, okay, than, than the Bethesda deal. If Take-Two gets picked up, it's like double what they paid for Bethesda. We're talking $12, $15 billion, okay? And, and, and if I look at the games that are going over there, 
most of them are from Rockstar. Okay? Just Grand Theft Auto. Just to think that if Grand Theft Auto 6 was coming out and it was exclusively for Xbox and PC versions of Microsoft, that alone is worth the $12 billion. Okay? You know, I don't know. It's, it's, it, it's again, a, this is all speculation. Of course, it's speculation. But when you say that they're ready to purchase somebody, then that means that they, already, they have it in mind already. Right. If, if a leak is telling you they're looking, that means they've been looking for a while. Right. They've been looking for it like the last year. Yeah. Right. When, when a leak comes out like that, it's not because someone just found out the information recently. It's because they found out they've been, they've been in meetings with people for the last year. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Let's see what we got. We, we got, uh, oh, I got a, that was Xbox, Xbox. Uh... What was that? What was that story you said? You said, uh, and I'm confused by this. You said KOTOR is coming out for the Switch? Uh, there was, it, it says, uh, in, the, in the thing that happened today, Nintendo said, uh, let, me, let, me get the, let me get the story. Can't be. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic will make its way to the Switch this November. Following the news of its remake, Aspire has announced that Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic will be released on the Switch on November 11th, 2021. I'm confused. The announcement for KOTOR Remaster just came out. What are, you, are you saying that they, they've been working on it for like the last two years? Two, three years already? Yeah. Yeah. That game has to be remade from the ground up. You tell me they knocked it out in, in, a, in a year or two years? Come on, man. Yeah, it comes out and, Star, and, and coming out on the Switch this it, November. It, it's Are we coming serious? out. Okay, so Star Wars: The Ice of the Old Republic is getting exclusive, ex exciting new remake for the PlayStation Five and PC sometime in the future. But for fans looking to revisit the original classic RPG, the game is making its way. The original is making its way oh, okay. to the new Switch on November 11th. So okay, a ported version of the yeah, game that's on what the it Switch. Is. That makes that's, more that's, sense. That's, that's okay, now we're talking. Yeah, the way now the way talking. the way the article just wrote it. Before I looked it up, uh, it says Aspire has announced that Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic will be released on the Switch, meaning Bioware made the original, right? Yep. So Aspire saying they're announcing that it comes out on the 11th. It's like, wait a minute. So hold up. So uh, another story. Another story is Nintendo announces an animated Mario movie release date uh, and voice cast. Okay. So they released the, the cast. The cast is Chris Pratt, Anna Taylor-Joy, Charlie Day, Jack Black, Egan-Michael Key, Seth Rogen, Fred Ar uh, uh, Armis Armisen, uh, Kevin Michael Richards, Sebastian, uh, I can't pronounce his last name, the comedian, and, uh, and Charles... Montescalo. Uh, Montescalo, thank you. Uh, so they're all in it, right? So Chris Pratt's doing the voice of Mario, Anna Taylor-Joy uh, Taylor is Prince Peach, Charlie Day is Luigi, Jack Black is Bowser, uh, Michael Key is, is Toad, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, Charlie uh, uh, Martin is the video game voice of Mario, appearing in a surprise cameo, as well as other actors. So that comes out uh, on December 21st, 2022. So next year, December 21st, 2022, the Mario movie uh, comes out. So there you go. So uh, animated Mario movie coming out next year. I know everyone's excited about that. Actually, my, my son will probably be... Well, it, it does make sense because uh, Universal Studios opens up their park, I believe, then as well. 
So that would be good cross promotion, right? The park opens up and also the movie uh, launches around the same time. So this is the whole Borderlands movie all over again. So that's the Nintendo. There's a bunch of Nintendo news, but I don't need to go over the whole the, the whole stuff. Um, there, there's not really much uh, here. I'll, I'll go down the list real fast. Uh, let's see here. Mario Party Superstar gameplay and map shown. Uh, Star Wars Knights of the Republic Castlevania Advanced Collection brings four classic games to Switch. Uh, oh, the big news. Actually, I, I do have to bring this up. Uh, they are selling. Where is this uh, story at here? Um, they are selling an emulator, basically. Okay, for the N64 games. Okay, they're they're selling the N64 emulator game. Uh, like, is it by Soja Boy? No, no, no. It's for Nintendo Switch. It's for Nintendo Switch. But they're coming out. Let me get the actual story. I, I lost it over here. So let me go. Let me go to the actual. Um. Pardon me for a second. I gotta find it. Here it is. Uh, so. Nintendo Nintendo uh, is set to expand the Switch Online with new membership, offering classic Sega Genesis and Nintendo 64 games as part of the subscription with the new plan. Uh, the manufacturing of the classic controllers for the modern era. So they are bringing back, they're bringing back the controllers so you can use these on the actual, let me bring them up on the new screen here. Uh, they're bringing back the old N64 controller and the Sega controller to work with the Switch so you can play the games and get that nostalgia feel, Sarge. So that whole list of remakes for you and remasters, um, basically you can put about a thousand games on there for you because um, they're all coming out for the Switch. You, you get the N64 now. So just put N64 and Sega Genesis uh, games uh, there. So that'll, that'll cover that, Sarge. Um, so that's that. Um, also on top of that, we have, oh, we already talked about the EU stuff. Oh, it's time, Mike. It's time. What's, what's, what's time? What, what, what's the, uh... oh, 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 yeah. Okay. So, so James Bond. Okay. Sarge wants to talk about this. We, we, we'll probably go over a little bit tonight because, <laughs> Sarge seems like he'll he'll get a get a little involved with this. <coughs> so there's two stories with with um with James Bond. First, first Sarge, No Time to Die needs to earn nine hundred million dollars to break even as the most expensive James Bond movie ever. Not only the most expensive James Bond movie ever, it's the most expensive movie ever. Okay, by leaps and bounds. Okay, for for now, what it's going to cost? Okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna read this 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 paragraph for you. So break it down. No time to die has la last cost a 214 million pounds, according to the company's house in the UK. Now with the mo with the amount of having increased from 199.5 million pounds due to the interest charges. Now a year later, that has risen to a 226 million pounds. Now. It's $314 million once marketing costs and have been added. Okay, so it's $464 million at the lower end, making a, a rough figure of no time to die. Well, I need to make a profit in order to profit. Now, however, there's a $900 million box office figure comes into play is due to the split between the cinematic exhibitor and the movie's distribution, which MGM is likely expecting to take a 50% uh, 50 uh, sense 
for every dollar spent on the cinema, uh, cinema tickets worldwide, meaning the movie needs to make $928 million to just break even. This movie is done. Before we even get to the next story, this movie is dead in the water before it even comes out. There's no way, just to put it in perspective, when there was no pandemic, okay, one of the movies, Skyfall, made $1 billion, okay? And Spectra, in 2015, made $880 million, okay? This movie needs to make $60 million more, okay? $60 million more than Spectra that came out in 2015. Worldwide, there's no way in hell that this movie is going to make that much. And if it does, well, then they called in a favor to somebody to buy a lot of tickets because there's no way in hell. Okay, so $928 million. You better look at everyone's theaters. You better believe I'm going to do the exact same thing we did for Shang-Chi. Okay, because there's no way in hell to make $928 million. You need, you need people to show up like it's fucking Endgame. Okay, you need people packing the theaters every single show Every single day for like two and a half, three weeks packed. And there's no way that's going to do it. It'll hit it opening weekend. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first story, Sarge. Think about that for a second. Okay. And the second story of James Bond is why should a woman play James Bond? Daniel Craig says. Now, there's been people miscuing what he said because years ago, okay, the movie was done. And in the can in the beginning of 2019, it was supposed to come out August of 2019, hence why it costs so much now. Okay, it's been in the can for two years. Okay, and it's coming out in two weeks. Okay, so there should be a part just as good as James Bond, but for a woman is what Daniel Craig says. He doesn't say that it's she should be James Bond. He's just saying there should be a movie out there that they create for a woman to play as big as James Bond, right? But people are taking it out of context and saying that he's saying that a woman can play James Bond. Even two years ago when he was talking, he never said a woman should play James Bond. But two years ago, and when the movie was made in 2018, it was filmed in 2018, okay? Done in 2000, beginning of 2019, okay? The wokeness was happening at those times, right? That was when the woke media was happening big time. And here we are, a movie that was filmed in 2018 coming out in 2021, and boy, has the landscape changed, okay? Where, yes, there were woke movies, but when this movie was supposed to come out, the term go woke, go broke didn't exist yet when this was being filmed. And now this movie, because it's going woke, because this movie, it probably got changed, okay, in some way, shape, or form, because there was supposed to be a woman 007 in this movie, okay? which. I don't go to I don't go to James Bond, okay, to watch a woman. I go to James Bond because I want to see a very, very suave-looking man be a super spy and hit on chicks and bang them, all right? Because he's a super spy. That's why I watch James Bond. Action, hot cars, hot women, and action. That's why I watch James Bond. Not for a woman, okay? Call me a sexist. Call me a racist. Call me whatever you want. Okay. I'll just call you I'll just call you a man. Go okay. ahead. Right. I watch James Bond because I want to be James Bond. I want to fantasize being a spy that bangs the hot women and goes on cool fucking excursions out places and drives fucking fancy ass cars. Okay. I don't want a woman preaching to me telling me why I can't be James Bond. 
If I want to do that, I can go to my local, you know, and, and girl club book club and tell me why I can't join. Okay. So go ahead, Sarge. What do you think about this whole woman <clears throat> situation and also the $900 million? Well, well, well we're going to start with the $900 million. So my question is, is they, did they hold back the movie because of the coof or they held back the movie because of the script or they held back the movie because of both? I'm there, curious to know why didn't they release the movie in November? There was there was major problems while they were filming it, uh, and, and whatnot. Uh, and then they had to like rewrite scripts and whatnot. And then by the time they were ready, they 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 didn't want to release it then. And then the coup hit, right? Because it was supposed to it was supposed to happen in August of 2019. Now we didn't close down here in the states. But in August of 2019, there was people around the world that they were closing down. So they're like, well, let's hold off and see where this goes. And it got worse and worse. So then here we are two years later. Um, okay. And now they're releasing. So, so that being said, why is there interest added? You, you spoke about interest. So uh, why is there interest? Because the movie wasn't released when it was supposed to be? How does that work? So I'm assuming that the money that they borrowed to make the movie if it was incentives or from a private investor or whatever. Oh, okay. Okay. The, the interest in because it was supposed to be released and made. Well, the guy wants his money back and uh, no, I yeah. got it now. I, I'm thinking that they had already funded the movie. I didn't think they were looking for outside investment. I didn't realize. Okay. No, no, I got no. it. Well, they also okay. were trying to sell it to HBO max and they were asking for way too much money because they were trying to get rid of it. Remember in, um, uh, early last year, year 2020 they were looking to make a deal and and just sell it outright to to them to show it on hbo max or whatever but they wanted too much money yes yeah they, they were trying to get all their money back right away right and they okay. and, and the money that they were going to get they they would the people who bought that to show on hbo max they wouldn't recoup that they wouldn't recoup that right right okay basic math and the the legend of bond movies in the past dictates that there's no way in hell this movie is making 900 million dollars Right, uh, you 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 want to make want to poke fun at it? Uh, we have to make a billion want, dollars. Everybody wants to get, everybody a wants to see dollars. it. We'll say, I'll I'll say that it'll make seven hundred million. All right, seven hundred million. Well, Fast but, and Furious. Uh, they're not making it. They're not making it. They're not making it to stand. The highest million. grossing film right now this year is Fast and Furious Nine at like seven hundred twenty-five million. Okay, and that's came out in July. Right, there's no way. There's no way this movie makes that much money. Soon okay. as you, soon as the first group goes and watches the movie and get that, that smell of of wokeness on it, it's done, done. Right, and, so unless they re-edited the movie and got rid of it and changed the whole thing, that would be a completely different thing then. But you'll still see it. All right, so I'm gonna try to talk without yelling, but I really, it's hard. It's hard. Okay, so let's talk about James Bond for a minute. Okay, James Bond is a male fantasy action movie. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's about a suave super spy who goes on missions to save the world, and along the way, he gets to have all the badass cars, the awesome gadgets, and he gets to sleep with women around the world. That is a male fantasy. Period. Period. Male fantasy. Yep. Now, the fact that Whatever woke brigade feminist see you next Tuesday wants to input herself into the male dominated fantasy movie because 
we're teaching boys the wrong idea. So we have to put in a different 007 to make everyone feel warm and fuzzy and change the demeanor of the character. Okay. That is complete horseshit. Right. Complete and total horseshit. Okay. James Bond is that character. It's made for a man. That's the character. Right. This is why they wait till people who make these things die. Because if yeah. you think if you think yeah. Ian Fleming would have let this happen without suing somebody, right? Yeah. You are dreaming. Okay. Now, am I a chauvinist? A little bit. Am I a man? Yes. Do I like my male fantasy movies? Yes. By the way, do, don't women have all their female fantasy movies too? I believe you know. Besides the Twilight movies and the what's the other one, Mike? Uh, uh, the Fifty Shades of Grey, 50, 50 and, and the of rest gray. of their yeah. fucking the, yeah. the rest of their fucking novels that they have, where the guy ravishes them, makes them their wives, to make happily ever after movies, all that shit. They have their whole fucking section in the bookstore. It's all them. Okay, this is a male fantasy movie. Get the fuck out of my theater. Okay, get <laughs> yeah. the fuck out. All right. Yeah. By the yeah. way, let's not pretend there's not any super spy movies with women. Let's educate some people. Let's go back. First of all, Atomic Blonde, Charisse Theron. Fucking amazing movie. I know some people didn't like it because it was over the top, but that's what it was supposed to be. An over the top spy movie, but hot women in it. She was hot as fucking could be in that movie. Anybody else watch that movie? Raise hand. If you didn't watch it, you should watch it. Atomic Blonde. Right. Number one. Number two, Point of No Return. Bridget, F Bridget Fonda. Hello. Right? Crackhead in the middle of the street. They pick her off the street, train her to be a killer. Right. Meanwhile, she's looking. She's looking for a father figure. And doesn't sleep with him and goes out kicking everyone's ass because she can't have a normal life. Amazing, amazing movie. Let's go to another one. Oh, Femme Fatale. Right. There've been two remakes of it. Femme Fatale. Amazing movie. Amazing movie. Star female lead. What the fuck are you doing in my theater? Okay. <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. Right. Let, let's let's. Let's go along with it, guys. Let's go along with it just for a moment. Let's say we do have a female James Bond, right? Now, we're not going to call her James Bond, of course. Whatever her name is. Jane Bond. Right? Whatever. Jane Bond, right? Now, let's go through... His daughter. Let's go through the actual framing of the movie, right? She's a super spy. She weighs a buck 90 wet. Maybe she's trained in martial arts, but I'm pretty sure any guy in the 220 to 240 category is going to whoop her ass, okay? Right. Period. Okay, this is that's not, number one, right? Because it's not a, uh, it's not a Marvel uh, uh, film. It's a, it's a spy I, I'm film. Just, yeah. I'm going down the box. I'm going down the format. The format. Okay. Then her job is to sleep with men. Yep. Think about it, guys. Yep. She's supposed to sleep with men in order to get information and take advantage of them. Like that's an actual thing, right? Some guy gets to sleep with Jane Bond, and you're taking advantage of her. I'm pretty sure whoever gets assassinated by her, that's a notch in the bedpost. I'm pretty that, sure. That's right. That's right. 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 What are you thinking? The dynamic of the movie is not the same. It's a female. What first of all, why do you want to be here? Why do you want to be why do you want to be uh, it's a chauvinist movie? It's a male chauvinist right, movie. But there's, 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 why do you want to be why do you want to be but, in it? But there's female there's female fans already that like James Bond the way it is. Fan right. Fantastic. Right. Right. So now you're alienating the 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 female and the men that like the movie that it we is. Hey, hey Bass. Let me tell you something. If you don't like what we're saying right now, you you can you can come back in ten minutes, 
we get it. it, it we get it. Mind. We get it that you get it. Okay. See yourself it, out it the door. The, it, it boggles the mind how someone is trying to literally change the culture that somebody had made, the staple that somebody had made about the character. They want to change all of our heroes into something else because of diversity and inclusivity. All you have to do, if you want a character like that, is reach down deep into your creative mind, like everybody else did when they made up their heroes, and make up your own hero and make a movie about it. Right. Just like everybody else did. You don't have to take a hero that's already out there and put a different sex or gender or whatever you want to call on it because you're trying to include people, right? The only reason why you're doing that is because you know that if you try to make a guy from scratch or a female from it, it scratch, won't, it won't sell. You you might not have a following of it because you have no character building of the character. We don't know who it is. You have to actually tell a story about the character and for it to everyone to latch onto it and support the character for it to do well. So you're going to take an existing character and fuck around with it because you've got nothing else better to do. Well, right. Well, it's just like if you take a game and remake the game, right? There's no there's no loss there because they're just redoing the game because they don't want to take the risk of making a brand new game. So they remaster the game. So instead of changing something to make it completely new or different, they just take the character and they're like, eh, we'll change it. Now, here's the thing. If they want to, at the end of this movie, if if he's retired or killed off or whatever... They shouldn't replace 007 with anybody, right? 007 is James Bond. That's who it is. It's synonymous 007. Yes, I understand the moniker of the 00s can change. It can be whoever they want. But be 004, 003, 001, right? Be 009, whatever you want. But 007. I mean, there's, only, there's, only, there's only nine of them anyway. You correct, should pick one. Correct. There's all, there's all those other, other numbers that they could do instead of the 007 moniker. So... That that's the reason they they sh they shouldn't touch it. They shouldn't touch it. Now again, what? maybe they don't. We're gonna see. We'll see. We're, right? We're gonna see. We'll, anybody anybody that holds on to a movie that long, I don't know. Black Widow didn't do too well. Well, yeah, they held on to that movie a little too long. So basically, what it is is like if you if you don't, if it even if it even if it comes out and it's a, a smash hit, in this time frame right now, it's not gonna make it. It's just not going to make it. It's not going to make the money. $924 million in, in the world right now is not going to make it. Well, we're, we're going to see who goes see it. Listen, maybe, maybe by that time, maybe by November, everyone's just burnt out, tired, and want to go to the fucking movie. Right? It'll be Thanksgiving time, right? It's coming around Thanksgiving? Isn't that when it's supposed to come out? Right? No, it's, coming out, it's like, coming out. No, two weeks. It's coming out in two weeks. October 8th. Oh, in two weeks? Yep. Yeah, it's usually a November movie. Right? During, I, I, I'll tell you what. If it if it can, if it stays in theaters up until Thanksgiving, it might. If it stays that long, it might have a shot because people are burnt out, want to go out to see a movie, and if it's a James Bond movie, maybe they'll see it. Maybe they will, because it's one of it's it's one of the highest movie times of the year, Christmas and Thanksgiving, and besides Memorial Day, biggest movie days ever. So. Maybe I give right. them a I give them a fifty fifty. I'm trying to be nice, but I, I, there's no way to make that much money back in in that kind of a movie. There you go, Bass. I I, I just pinned your message, so it, it's just there the whole time. Don't worry about it. There it is. We get it. We get it. I right. it, it makes me it makes me laugh 
it makes me laugh that they're constantly trying to do this shit. And it's like you it's imagine imagine somebody coming in and trying to change your religion. Like that that's basically what this is. Like we have there's a group of people that have stepped over into the comic book and fantasy world for men and decided that we have to fuck up the male dominated fantasy area of movies and comics. Like we feel that there it's in, it's not inclusive enough to women. Meanwhile, there's over 150 female characters in the Marvel universe, not counting DC, right? There's all these other characters and there are women who like comic books, just not in the same numbers as men. But right. meanwhile, this this right. special group comes over and now has to change comics, movies, video games because somehow they're not included, right? I never I've never seen a group be so uneducated about a topic that they're trying to control. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to change my religion. Like everything I've ever grown up with or know, you want to step in and say, it's not the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be this way. And I say to you, just like I would say to somebody else who's trying to shit on my religion, get the fuck out of my house. Right. Go make your own. Go make your own. Like, like, are you talking about, about the Gal Gadot message? Is that what you're talking about? I'm talking about just in general. No, 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 not you. Sorry, like, I'm talking to Viking. Like, like, so, so by 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 the same token that 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 they pursue this diversity brigade on how to change things. So, should I demand that a transgender woman plays Wonder Woman next because I'm not I'm not included? Or you know what? Like, there's no guy in Wonder Woman, so we should make Wonder Woman a guy now. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like what what is the anger about that the males can't have their fantasy stuff and the women have their fantasy stuff and men and women are different and we're okay with it. Our strengths and our weaknesses balance out and that's why we, we go well together. We can't talk that way anymore. We have to do this inclusivity bullshit. I'm done with this shit, dude. Yeah, it's done. Well, I, I talked about this earlier. Um Hollywood is 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 becoming uh Holly weird, okay? Because um, customers don't want to watch the stuff that's coming out. It, I mean, there's still people that do, but majority of the population that's rejecting this now. Um, and then they're also, Hollywood's taking advantage of the, the unions and whatnot because of the streaming services. So real quick, I brought this up earlier today. You can go watch the stream earlier today on Twitch. But I talk about the unions and there's a strike going on or, you know, might most likely happen. Excuse me most likely happen where Hollywood goes on strike. All the unions go on strike. Not not just one or two. Like, pretty much all the unions are going to go on strike. Meaning, because the producers... Is there a writer, is there a writer strike coming? Uh, writer strike, camera strike, actor strike, everything. Because what's happening right now with the streaming services, they're trying to make the staff work longer hours for less money. And they're trying to get discounts on stuff because... They don't have enough, like Apple, Apple, uh, uh, what is it? Apple TV or Apple Plus, whatever it's called. Um, they're trying to get a discount on employees because they don't have enough subscribers like Disney Plus or Netflix, right? So they're bringing it down. So basically, I, I talked about this months ago, but now it's here in the forefront. Um, so basically, when you work on a music video or you work on a uh, television show or you work on a feature film, if I work on a feature film, there's a pay pay scale for that. Okay, so if I work for six months or three months at a at a film rate, it's diminished a little bit because you're working for so long. So I might be booked for six months working on a feature film. 
And then I work on a music video. A music video, you get higher rates because it's like two, three days. Or if you work on a commercial shoot, it's higher because it's two, three days, whatever it is. But now what they're trying to do with streaming services. So if you worked on a, on a movie straight to video, you would get paid a lot less for a feature film than you would if you worked on a theatrical release. Okay. Well, now the streaming services are basically the straight to video, like DVDs, right? And now they want to get paid less than what they paid for the actual straight to DVDs type. Yeah, but, it, but, but it's also in the theater. It's in the theater and it's on streaming services. Correct. So, right? so they're you trying. Them, you have to treat them. You have to treat them as one and the same. Right. So they're trying to double dip on the uh, on on the stuff. Right. So, like for instance, Scarlett Johansson when she's suing, she's suing because it doesn't matter if it's a hundred million dollars. Doesn't matter if it's ten million dollars. Right. She's suing because they didn't rene renegotiate her 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 pay. One was for for film and one was for the streaming service and they never renegotiated, but they gave her nothing for the film because it didn't hit the film because it deducted it because people saw it from their houses. Right. Uh, so that's, that's one of the problems. Uh, Christopher Nolan, the director of, you know, uh, tenant and other, other, uh, uh, what's it called? He was trying to get movies to go back into deals now where he wants a 90 day in theaters. Okay, they're doing 17 days now. They're doing 40 days now. He wants 90 to 120 days on his movies that he directs because he wants the best people to go see it in the theater for the most possible time as possible. And then you can you can make the money. But he wants to make sure that all of it is up front so he can get the money that they're supposed to supposed to get above the line. People are they, supposed they to get. They all so want their points. They correct. want their back end points. Correct. Of course. Of course. But but. Okay, so when when does when does it stop? When when does this this idea that we're still dealing with the black plague finally end and people just go back out to a theater like a normal? Well, that so that's that that, that's not even what this is though. That's not even what this is. This is that's part of it. When that's when part of it. when the strike happens, there's going to be no there's going to be a complete blackout of of actual good Movies. stuff coming out, right? There was a there was a strike in 2007 when Quantum of Souls was talking about Bond when it came out. It was shit writing. Shit writing in 2008, 2009, Scabs. right? Scabs yeah, because it. Scabs wrote it, right? They, the people that weren't in the unions, they got the job, the opportunity to, to work on projects, but they're bad. And the people that were shooting it were also people that didn't know what the hell they were doing, right? So it was, a, it was a good learning experience. Oh, sure. Yeah, on the job training. So that's what's happening over there. Yeah, Water, I read, I read that on, on the morning stream today. I read it on the morning stream. So Cyberpunk... Video shows that game is still having major issues on older consoles, even after the big 1.3 update. The online user posts video footage that proves just how buggy Cyberpunk remains on the previous console's generation, dis uh, despite. So let me show you. Let me show you this this video. <clears throat> I believe this is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Check check it out. This is on the older system still. This almost reminds me of State of Decay 2, Sarge. This this is not this is not freezing, by the way. This is exactly <laughs> this exactly reminds me. Check it out again. Here it is. Guy gets in the car. He moves over to the driver's seat. He backs it up, runs over a body, gets blown up, car freezes in the midair. So jaggedy, and then all of a sudden just blows up. Just just blows up. This is this is after the big update that was supposed to 
to help the older systems. Um, so here we are almost a year, a year later. And this is just one of many, many clips that are surfacing. Okay. That, uh, yeah, exactly. State of decay. <laughs> Working as intended. Yeah. So this is, this is cyberpunk, uh, still with the problems, even after the 1.3 update. Okay, the Reddit user named Toasted God recorded the game footage on Cyberpunk 2077 with the newest update installed on his PlayStation 4 after getting in the car. The user goes back up and suddenly the car explodes. The frame rate slows down to a crawl. The PlayStation 4 version of Cyberpunk 2077 is considered the buggiest version of the game by many in the game community. And it seems that the newest update didn't do much to rectify that. Uh, in fairness, Cyberpunk 2077 is rather ambitious game with a lot of moving parts. So odds are there there are, uh, are still plenty of bugs that manage to slip in through the cracks, but the fact is that the game is still performing poorly on the last-gen consoles is rather disheartening. I mean, I said this years ago. I said, do not buy this for the old consoles. I said it. It's not a it's not a it's a it's a next-gen console game. Well, to be to be fair, they did say it was gonna run on the old system. Yeah, well, of course they did. They want to make the best sales ever, which they did. No, I mean, no, I mean it, it 13 does million. Run. Oh, yeah, yeah it, does it, it does run. It turns on, but yeah. you can't play it. It does turn on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's a here's a um, Star Wars Oscar winning editor, Marcia, uh, Marcy Marcy Lucas. Okay, uh, says that J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy just don't get it. Now, those of you that don't know who she is, she's George Lucas's ex wife. Okay, she was with Lucas when she was making when he made uh, Star Wars, uh, the original Star Wars. So this is just a quote from his book that she she was in. Okay, I like Kathleen. I always liked her. She was full of beans. She was really smart and really bright. Really wonderful woman. And I liked her husband Frank. I liked them a lot. Now that she's running Lucasfilm and making movies, it seems to me that Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams don't have a clue about Star Wars. Okay, this is an excerpt from a book read, okay? She says, quote, they don't get it. J.J. Abrams is writing these stories, and when I saw the movie and they killed Han Solo, I was furious. I was furious when they killed Han Solo absolutely positively, and there was no rhyme or reason to, to do it, I thought. Uh, you don't get Jedi stories, okay? You don't get a Jedi story. You don't get a magic, uh, the magic of Star Wars. You're getting rid of Han Solo, okay? Lucas's ex-wife, you're like, well, what does she know, right? Well, She's a award-winning Academy Award-winning for editing the original Star Wars film. She was nominated for another Academy Award for American Graffiti and won the BAFTA for editing Martin Scorsese's Taxi Driver. So she knows a little bit about editing and, and, and whatnot, right? More specifically, Lucas went on to rail against how Luke Skywalker's Mark Hamilton was treated in The Last Jedi, a movie written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Quote, they have Luke disintegrate. They killed Han Solo. They killed Luke Skywalker. And they don't have Princess Leia anymore. And they're spitting out movies every year. And the retired filmmaker added on top of this, and I think it's important to appeal to women's audience. So now their main character is a female who's supposed to have Jedi powers, but we don't know anything about her, right? How she got her Jedi powers or who she is. It sucks. The stories are terrible. They're just terrible. They're awful. You can quote me, J.J. Abram, Kathleen Kennedy. Talk to me, okay? So this is coming from a person that worked on the original Star Wars Okay, and she's even saying they're they're trying to attract to women, but they yet a woman audience, but yet they don't even know what they have as the, regardless if it's a woman audience, they don't even know what they have as a as a product, and they completely screwed it up. Here we are. I mean, we're what two years out of the last shitty Star Wars film, okay, and we're six years out of the Force Awakens, 
they literally killed Han Solo as a villain. Like, the way he killed, like, fell down the cavern. That's what you do for villains, you know? Never to see again. I mean, he basically died the same way as the Emperor. Right? <laughs> exactly the same. Hey. Exactly the same. Right? So, it's just funny to me that this person's coming out now saying that J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy, they just don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Right? And it's nice to hear someone say that that actually worked on that side of the... Not just, you know, yes, but the, someone but the in a basement dweller. Yeah, but the book was written like three or four years ago. Doesn't come out until a year or two later. So, media, like, you don't get the truth come out until after the fact. And then the apologies on page six, not the front page. Right, right. And the damage has already been done. So, it doesn't matter. Right. That, that, that's, that's, that's the crux of it is the fact that you're allowed to spout nonsense for as long as you can. And then when you have to apologize, you apologize in a whisper on a Twitter account on somebody else's page. And so, nobody sees the apology. Right. And, and here's the problem, right? The stuff that they fucked up is embedded into every part and aspect of everything that Star Wars is out now, right? Even Rebels, right? And then the new Mandalorian. Like, there's bits and pieces inside that are just woven in that what happened in the new, in the new trilogy that are still in the newer stuff. So you can't just delete these last three films and be like, you kind of just have to, like, forget about that's it. Not, that's, not, that's not true, Mike, because... Just like Kathleen and Kennedy stood on a stage and said, "There, we have no information to pull from, and we're going to erase any other thing that's not canon, and now only what we do is canon, we can have a complete 180 on that, and I can stand up and say, well, these last three movies and everything that's come out since you've touched the film doesn't exist anymore, right. and we're going to just start over. Right? I mean, that, that would be it, good. It works both ways. We can just erase what they did and not even pay attention. As a matter of fact, I think it's easier today that we could just actually control alt delete the entire thing and burn all the discs and be done with it. Right. There's no can of film hiding somewhere. It's all digital now anyway. We could probably just erase it all and don't worry about it. Right. We yeah, can start over. It's hopefully we make a U turn here, right? And quant- uh, mark my words. Mark my words. I'm telling you this, and I know this. Right. In order to save Star Wars, they're going to make the Thrawn trilogy by Timothy Zahn. Yeah, but how would, you're saying Mark just to words. give it kind of credibility back, bring bring the no, goodwill back no, type of stuff? No, or? We're gonna, we're, they're going to they're gonna ignore everything you've seen over the last four or five years of Star Wars, and they're going to come out with the Thrawn trilogy and say, this is the sequel. Okay, I'll that's take it. I'll, I'll take it as long as it's... Uh, that's what they're going to do. So They're going to have to get different characters. And now the, the, the big decision is, do we just get different people and just call them who they are? Or do we get actors and put the digital faces on them to make us feel better? That's the only difference that's going to happen. I mean, well, here's the thing. But we're, but we're getting, we're getting the Thrawn trilogy. Believe me. Do, do you that, think those three books, those three books are destined to be a movie? Do, destined. Do, do you think that in the next ten to fifteen years they just reboot and redo Star Wars? Depends on who dies. Lucas dies. And then, dies and, and, and in real life. Lucas Depends dies in the next 20 years. Right. So in 20 if years, JJ Lucas and dies. If Kathleen die before Lucas, then no. But if Lucas dies before them, yeah, someone will try it. Someone will try it, exactly. for sure. All right. So Quantic Dreams, Star Wars game, rumored to be more action-focused. So the people, the, the people that, are, uh, that made Detroit become human developer is rumored to be taking on a big sidestep from the usual style of game that they produce. And they're making a Star Wars game. Now, there's no 
evidence that they're actually doing it yet besides them someone saying that they heard a rumor and then the company liked the tweet right so the company liked the tweet that they said they heard a rumor that they're they're making one so it'd be interesting to see um i i, I mean the trip become human I, do you think a game like that I know it'd be a little bit more action-packed, but do you think a game like that where it's like, choose your thing? It's sort of like, I guess it would be like KOTOR. Type of yes. Thing, you know what I mean? Yes, that's like, that's exactly what it would be. The, KOTOR, an advanced version of a KOTOR would have story and basic attack moves, but not like a Jedi Fallen Order type game. Right. right. I can see I can see the guys from Detroit... Detroit I can't speak. Detroit Become Human. Mm -hmm. I can see those guys doing a, a KOTOR version of a Star Wars game. Yes. But I don't think it's going to be like an action action game, like an action RPG, like a like a God of War, right? Right. You that's what we want. But I think it'd be more like a an advanced version of Kotor, right? Right. Because they would need to slow it down enough. It would look amazing. Combat would be decent. The story would be good. Supposedly, they've already been making this game for eighteen months, and we know they can't release it anytime before twenty twenty three. Because so EA has the exclusive rights up until 2020. Well, can they do it in 2023? Is it up to 2023 or through 2023? I think it's up to 2023. Uh, well, if it's if if they're only giving you the year, then it could be the fiscal year. So you're looking at 2024 if they release anything. Mm. Well, no, what I'm saying if it's it's if it's up till 2023, then that means Star Wars games can start coming out like summer of 2023. If it's through 2023, then you're right; it would be 2024. But if they've been working on it for 18 I, I, months... I would, say, I would say 2025. That sounds more right. Uh, I think... Games, take, let's, ga games have to cook, man. No, I know, but... I Luke, don't know what everyone thinks. Games I think, have to I cook. think Lucas, though, LucasArts, I think is... Already has, like, five or six games already in the pipeline that have been working. And I think once that contract ends with EA, where they're the only ones that can exclusively publish a game... I think Lucas Arts is coming out. Star Wars out. is going to vomit. Yes, I think they're going to come gonna, out. Star Wars games are going to vomit. Yeah. They're going to just shoot, start shooting out. Yep. You're going to get the Mandalorian. You're going to get the Clone Wars. You're going to get the. Because well, because Disney well, Disney needs to make some money, bro. And there's no better way to, to make money than to license out your your games and have everybody try to release their games to make money back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I think we'll see that in the next five years. We'll see that also happen with Marvel, with Marvel games. Well, I just saw some shitty commercial for Snake Eyes fucking toys for kids. Why did they? Well, Snake Eyes came out in video like three weeks ago. I, I know. It seems, it seems like their their timing's a bit off. Usually the toy stuff comes out before the movie. It's but just it's Snake Eyes toys? After. Is that what it is? Yeah, with Snake Eyes mask and the sword and some other piece of garbage. Yep. Wow. All right. I, I think the guys who are in charge of cross promotions are all dead. I don't think anybody currently understands how to cross promote stuff the correct way. You get that feeling? I mean, yeah. Like, like it seems to me like the timing's all off. Like, if you even if a game is delayed or whatever else, like toy stores or whatever else, manufacturers, they have to make that shit a year out, two years out, pumping out stuff, pumping out stuff, and then putting it in a warehouse. And then when the movie comes out, shit's out. Like that's that's how it goes. Like the Star Wars movie came was coming out, the toys were in the toy store. Movie comes out that Friday. Like yeah. they're on the money. Like nowadays, it's like you're 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 in a store. You don't even know the movie's coming out, and then there's a toy on the shelf. Like what the fuck is this? Right? The toy's out before the movie, and then then you get the well, we were, they weren't supposed to release the toy yet. 
then you then you look up online for it and you don't find any information on on the toy because you're like it doesn't make any sense and then all of a sudden a month later there's an explosion of ads up for this movie that's coming out but there's no advertisements for the toys it's like you guys got to get your shit together yeah yeah your cross promoting stuff has got to be on point if you're going to if you want people to get to to the momentum to build, then get your shit straight, man. I, I've never seen such poor planning and marketing between movies and toys. Well, toys also... Especially, especially for the kids stuff. Yeah, it's you, crazy. You go to a Target now, because you can't go to Toys R Us. There's no such thing as Toys R Us anymore. Oh, they're, com they're coming back, though. Are they're they? Back. Uh, when, yep. you go to, when you go to Target or you go to Walmart, you go to the toy section, it's, it's so depressing. It's, it's so depressing. And, and it's funny, because sometimes I look at it and I go, Are, is this my toy section or for my kid? Because... Half the shit on the, the shelves is, like, Ghostbusters, Transformers, like, wrestling figures, like, He-Man figures now. Like, it's, like, the 80s all over again. And I'm like, but the their toys are shittier, right? They're not even made well anymore. They're just, they're just shit toys, and just they're also... Get yeah. Get it out. Get it out. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. All right, so, real quick... Uh, Quick story, Gas Station Simulator outselling Deathloop on Steam, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, so Gas Station Simulator has sold... Well, what does that mean? Has does sold... that mean that Deathloop is, is, is worse than Gas Station Simulator? I don't know. I just think it's funny. In the last 24 hours, Gas Station Simulator has sold 11,058 and just barely beats Deathloop at 10,936. Like... Oh, but let's not, let's not be petty. I mean, come on. Uh, it's time, a gas time, station uh, simulator and a game right, that's supposed you, to be awesome. All right, well, we can make a game out Death of it. Deathloop got every, a 10 out of 10 time, by every outlet that was known to man, and gas uh, station simulator is beating it. Come on. No game no game gets 10 out of 10. Well, I know that. No but. game. No game. Anyway, I think what should happen here is very simple. I think what happens is every time a new game comes out, we ask Chad to find whatever shitty simulator game beats it week one, and we talk about it every week. And now it'll be easy because a simulation game more. A lot of people play simulation games. It's fun. It's relaxing. You hang out. Not everybody wants to play Deathloop. I'm sure there's a group number of people that want to play Deathloop, but I'm pretty sure I can find a simulation game that could beat any game depending on the week it's released. I think it's hilarious. Right. But what I'm saying is it's gas station simulator. Like I play a lot you of simulator. You didn't play it yet. I play, a lot of play it yet. I play a lot of simulator games. I play a lot of simulator games. Actually, let me see because I asked. I asked my 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 rep if I could get a you copy. You don't know. Maybe of, gas station simulation is fucking badass. Well, you don't maybe know. it is, and and we'll see in just a minute because I I might have a copy of it. Let me see. What, let me see if I got a key. No, I didn't get a copy yet. Okay. If if gas station simulator, I, I I would play it. I just think it's funny that ten out of ten death loop, ten out of ten death loop is getting beat out by. I mean, I don't even know. Let me let me look at what what uh on Steam. What gas station simulators uh, is going for right now? Let me see. Gas station simulator, mostly positive. Is that what it is? Very positive. Oh, oh! Stop! Stop! I can't stop the music. There we go. Jesus Christ! Sorry, chat. Very positive. 3,228 reviews. Very positive. Release date, September 15th. So not only did it not come out the exact same time as Deathloop, it came out two weeks earlier. <laughs> and it's still beating Deathloop on, on, uh, as of yesterday. So, and let me see what Deathloop's uh, 
what 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 they got going on here. Death Loop. Well, also to be anybody, fair, anybody anybody in chat play it? Does anybody in chat play it? Also to be fair, uh, Death Loop also um, it's mostly positive. You got mostly positive. I can't believe the I can't believe the review system. I want to talk to somebody in chat. Anybody who's played it? Anybody who's played it? Good, bad. Well, you gotta also remember, like, Death Loop is sixty dollars, and Gas Station Simulator is half the price. So that doesn't mean anything to a gamer. No, I know, but it's still cheaper. So, uh, and the last thing I want to show is uh, yet another. It's a it's a um, another MMO. And I'll put this in uh, on the screen. So this is a uh, Bitcraft. It's a survival game, and it kind of reminds me of. The game I kind of played today, Sable, which which the art style and whatnot, I mean, also looks sort of like like boundless a little bit. Um, it's going to be another survival open world game. Uh, it's going to be a, a MMO. It's more of a more of a relaxing type of game or whatnot. And you can build a city. There's going to be trading, um, and and whatnot as you go through. I, I like the, I like games like this with the art style that they've picked. I don't know how big the, the crew is or, or whatnot. Kind of reminds me of also of like Velheim. The water effects look pretty cool. So when this comes out, I might I might might try it out a little bit. It looks interesting. I, I, obviously, we don't know much uh, about it. Uh, it opened up uh, signups now for their for their alpha. Um, but it looks good. It looks interesting. So it's the official trailer for Bitcraft. Oh, that's the other game that I forgot what the name was. Uh, Cryocraft? Is that what it was? It was called? Or Craftopia? That's what it was called. Craftopia. I played Craftopia. I played that for about eight hours. I liked it, but it was, it was it's early preview program on Xbox, and it's not very... Um, I don't know. It's not very optimized, I guess you could say. Like, it's fun, but at the same time, it, it gets boring pretty fast because you're, you're by yourself. You can do co-op and, and play, but it, it's, it, it needs a lot of work. It needs a lot of work. Uh, that's it. We've, uh, we've, we've covered almost all the stories. Got a couple of little ones that we didn't, we didn't cover. Um, so that's it. I appreciate everyone coming out for episode 280. Uh, 80s in the can. I do appreciate everyone coming out here. We're here live on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. Right here, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. We didn't, you know, what we didn't have today, Sarge. We didn't have a game, a GameStop story, and we didn't have a Battlefield 2042 story. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll come back in. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens uh, there. But yeah, well, we already we already know it's the 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 beta is not the beta is delayed. The game is delayed. No surprise there. I mean, what what other surprise do we need? Nothing. We know a lot about it, but know nothing of it, right? So we'll we'll you know, see what we're we're gonna see. We're gonna see how awesome the tornado is. That's a, that's that's basically what we're waiting. Tornado is gonna be awesome. Uh, I, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping the best streamers out there do the Wizard of Oz meme. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping for them somebody to do a Wizard of Oz meme because of the tornado in Battlefield. 
I'm hoping for. Anybody out there who still's got the moxie, let's see it. Yeah. So we're here, like I said, every Thursday. Uh, make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey. Follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. Uh, shout out to Bass for the, uh, the, the quote of the day. We get it. Get it. Uh, we'll be back next week, Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. I appreciate you guys coming out. Make sure you hit that like button or the dislike button. And we'll be back uh, next week, 8 p.m. Eastern, for some more gaming news and entertainment. Uh, make sure you leave a comment down below. Appreciate you very much. If you're here for one second, one minute, or one hour, I do appreciate you. And we'll see you on the next one. Take care. Take care, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.